Yeah, I think that ought to that's, be a good place to start That's how we start. start now we show. end on a fart. We oh. start with a burp. You're just like walking, Shaw. This is great stuff, everybody. Oh, yeah. So we'll do a show. She burps loud into the mic. <laughs> you're, on, you're going live on this. So is, is she going to be okay with you? She does it on their podcast. So well, I didn't know if she was a pregame warm-up. <laughs> oh, no. She's a burper. Yeah, Etheridge used to do pregame uh, warm-ups in the bathroom. There's he a always had to go to the, like, uh, take, a, take a deuce. Oh, Oh. He always had the deuce before the show. Dude. Well, I was just talking about burping. And I'm not sharing top secret information. No, no, He's no. taking I, it too far now. That guy's pretty much an open book, so I don't think that he would deny. I'll say, but in defense of, well, not def- defense. Who are we of, defending? Of, BK, of no. BKE, but like, if, like, because I. Find Keith Etheridge, uh, go to IMDb and you'll know who we're talking about, everybody. Okay, continue. If you, <clears throat> I've had that, like, for a long time, right before I was about to go up, I was like, oh my God, I got to take a dump. And only once did I say, put somebody else in front of me and then run to the bathroom <laughs> and then I still couldn't poop but like when I get on stage that dump which feels severe like to the point where I'm like oh my god I'm gonna <laughs> shit my pants I go on stage and then it disappears it's the nerves it's it's I don't know it's weird it's like your stomach it's like thinking about everything and then then you get up there and you're like okay I'm in it now and then I think your body knows you can't poop on stage or it doesn't, won't let you. Yeah. I don't know. What a great open to Hollywood Anonymous. <laughs> I am Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. And ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back? Oh. You're touching me. I know. I got too close to Jen. I'm sorry. Jen Murphy's Jen. here, everybody. <laughs> Brian, this is... Let's Jen did not want you... Keep, keep okay. a pillow wall between you. No, Brian, this is the thing. I just I haven't been touched in a long time, and I'm scared of my reaction. <laughs> You're afraid you might like the touch of Brian around, Irwin? Yes. Look. The People Packers hat is really, it's really getting me. You're like, it's like having an uncle who I'm you attracted can't, you, to. Nobody can see this, but this, this, you should not be afraid of this. You know, they say. What are you, showing your arm? No, I'm touching oh. your hand. Oh. I'm not. <laughs> I have intimacy issues. We have turned, we have turned this into, well, immediately, it's clearly, I want to have sex. It's like, or human beings don't, and you have to be careful how you touch somebody. Like, I'm not touching you in a place I shouldn't. You're no-no spots. But I'm touching in your hand. <laughs> I don't think no, there's anything no. wrong with that. Is well, well maybe part of the problem is calling them no-no spots. Uh, but maybe I, they should I, be yes, yes. I think we have yes, to. We yes. have to. We <laughs> have to get yes, back. Yes, spot. We just have to get back to a place where people can be comfortable with a little bit of human contact because it actually makes people feel better. Well, I I think so too. I, I mean, hunt. don't you find people to be really cold if they don't want to do anything? Well, I, f- I feel yeah. like they've been hurt. There's something yeah, wrong well, with them. Yeah, you know and, what I mean? And, they've and, been. <laughs> Who well, hurt you? I've Is that a, your follow-up? No, no, no. Meaning, like, I I had one girl say to me, she goes, hi, sorry, I don't I like human hand, contact. Jeff. Don't be sorry. And I was like, <laughs> I, like, shook everyone's hand and hugged a couple of people, and she goes, hi, I don't like human contact. No, that's not And I was like, right. okay, there's something wrong there. Like, See, I like it too much. Fair. Well, you're a you're a good hugger. Patrick Keene is a hugger. I hugged someone the other day, and literally an hour later was like, oh, my God, I probably shouldn't have hugged that person. Okay, let's talk about things we shouldn't have done. Okay. Yeah, yeah I just felt... I was like, I don't know her that well, but I was like, hey, I really like her as a comic and was excited to kind of see her. And then I hugged her, and as soon as I did, I was like, oh, not even as soon. Like, later on, did, I was like, Was that because I you didn't get her? reciprocal? Like, okay. <laughs> no, she hugged back. She, it All was, right, a, well, it was a very, like, if you saw it, you'd be like, that's the most innocuous. If arms stayed that, down, then you should be double double questioned. Oh, double no, I didn't hug her, and she <laughs> kept <laughs> her <laughs> arms at her she side. Didn't move her arms. Jesus, can you imagine that? I'm like, no, she's into this. Like, <laughs> it looks like you're gonna pick her up and slam her to the ground. All right, no. So I I'm think it would be okay if I think it'd be less touchy if you if uh, hugs happen from the back. <laughs> I'm gonna start hugging dudes from behind. <laughs> the thing with girls is uh, when we hug, our boobs are automatically gonna make contact. Who's and that's, hugging from the? That's a that that's assault. Well, I'm starting a new. 
You can. But do then that. I got my hands up. If, if he they're did up, that, they're, they're on your boobs. Oh, then your penis is if in he, my butt. And yes. If he did that, that's assault. But I know what you're saying. Like your boobs it press is. up against somebody. I kind of pop my hip out so my wiener doesn't we'll get, get back up to, on people. We'll get back to boobs guys, in a second. We're gonna but have here's to teach children in school how to hug properly. Dad, turn I'll, this off. I'll show up as a hug teacher. My dad, my dad, please hold on a sec. Dad, just turn this turn, off. Turn it <laughs> off. Just, just this one, Mr. Irwin. This isn't for just you. Just skip past this one. Happy I, Halloween. I promise you. We'll <laughs> get ready Halloween. for trick or treaters. I promise you, Dad. The next one will have someone uh, that you'll want to listen to. All right. So not you. <laughs> not you personally. No, no. I don't, he doesn't want to listen to the subject. Subject matter, subject matter, subject matter. Jen, Jen. All right, back to the back. He to doesn't listen to any podcast. Triggered. On, Jen. <laughs> that, apparently, that's an alt right thing that uh, I just read an article on that kids what? use the phrase triggered. Yeah, that's from And it comes from the alt right. And they're saying that, the, and this is where the world has just gone off the rails. They're saying that somehow or another, that is like, it's, it's slowly bringing kids in to that world. I'm like, no, it's not. I have kids. They have. Half the time, kids are using things they have no idea what they're talking about. It's like an old person. Shouting, where's the beef? At that point, it's over because they, they're the last ones to the game. That means it's cycling out. It's not that it's turning into anything. But anyway, speaking of weird, freakish stuff on this Halloween special. Yes, which will be out a little bit after Halloween, <laughs> but you get it. I was driving through my old neighborhood. and Spooky. John, you, Jen, you don't see me as much. John occasionally forces me to go out, and he knows that there are times that I just am not capable of functioning properly in the real world anymore. If it's coaching or something where I've got a specific goal in mind, but if I don't have a goal, if there's no, if there's social if, skills if involved, <laughs> Brian fails. I'm I'm falling apart at the seams. Used to be so good at it. So I'm driving in my old neighborhood, where we used to live. Did you ever? We, did you ever come to our old apartment when Tanner was really little? Or no? no. Okay. I've so only been I here. didn't. This is the only place. I've so ever for been the to. first year and a half, uh, we lived when for Tanner's or my oldest son's first year and a half, we lived in an apartment over in Silver Lake. I and I was, I was meeting with somebody, and then I was like, you know what? It was right near where we used to live. I drive up, and you know, like you go through your old neighborhoods sometimes. You, I go, and right at the same moment that I was slowing down, I mean, look at me, I'm slowing down in my car <laughs> to look at the house. This young girl comes out of it and starts throwing in the garbage, and so I'm slowly <laughs> driving past her. Staring at her. That's okay. So great. Now that should have been enough. She kind of looked at me like, huh? Oh. All I cared about, I just <laughs> want to look at the old place. I'm like, so this is where I went off the fucking rails. I turn around because I need to explain myself to her. So I uh -oh. turn the Hi, Jeep around. Hi, teenage girl. You triggered yourself. It's me, so Uncle turn, Pervy. So I turn around, <laughs> I slow up, and she She's maces now, you. Now the, here's the thing though, she wasn't there. And I was like, cool. She was I should the ring police. the doorbell and no. explain myself. <laughs> no. So she wasn't there. She's in the house getting her gun. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so I slow it on. I'm like, cool. Let it go, man. This is all good. Now you can stop and kind of have a quick memory and go. <laughs> she comes fucking back out again. No, oh. I'm sitting in front of the house. And I'm like, I slowly rolled down my window. I'm like, oh, God. And I, <laughs> Why are you doing everything so fucking slow? Speed it up, old man. You're scaring the shit out of people. <laughs> and then I took off the hockey mask. And instead of saying, like, simple stuff like, hi, excuse me, I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to creep on you. Oh, my God, that my dude. That was my opening line. Which is creepy. And she goes. Sounds like something a creep would say. She stops and looks at me and goes, okay. And I'm like, I just, you know, I, um. I used to I used to live here and I'm like um and she's like well it's the same and I go yeah Goodbye. yeah 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 she's basically like what I'm going to go I'm get like, my and dad like, and I'm like I know this sounds I know this looks weird 
And I'm, I'm not creeping on you. I just wanted to see the place. Stop saying and creeping on you. <laughs> Jesus and she's like fuck. looking at me like I think she was gonna take this shit out of the garbage and use it to throw at me. Yeah. And I go, um, I um Can I see your bedroom? No, 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 no. No. And then I go, we had our we had our first kid here, and she goes, Oh, that's amazing. I go, it was, and I started driving away. And I was like, <laughs> none of this Jesus Christ, she's on she's online right now going, Hey, watch out, there's a lunatic driving around the neighborhood <laughs> claiming he used to live places that he's not trying to creep on you. We had our first kid I told here. I told I told my wife that that night. She goes, "Don't, don't, don't, just don't talk to strangers, especially if they're not 18." Did well, you? No, no, no. She's an adult. It was her apartment. She wasn't a child living in an apartment. My point is, She's my wife was just like, "Dude, just don't talk to people. Just don't, don't. Just especially like in that situation. She, your everything wife, you did was wrong." Natalie's every, like, "You're grounded." You checked off every box of like. Why women are afraid of men. Yeah, the next Everybody thing would have been like, I'm not trying to creep on you, but my penis fell out of my <laughs> pants. And I, if you want to take a look at it. Human touch is necessary. <laughs> Everybody, you have to have, I'm not trying to creep on you, but human touch is necessary. Excuse me? I'll be I right had, back. And I, no, had to convince, and I had to convince myself to not go back for the trifecta of apology to her. <laughs> Ding dong. Hi, it's me again. Get the fuck out of here. Holy shit, dude. Go back a third time? It's Are you like a in sitcom? It's when he keeps calling her over and over. It's like, it's like if Larry from Three's Company was released into the wild today. <laughs> I don't know how to behave around people. Oh, fuck. If you went back a third time, no, dude, that's a sitcom. That's I a movie. I actually said to myself, you know what, dude? You need to go back home and just, just close the door. Just stay inside. Close the door. Peek, peek out at the, the world through the curtains and don't ever leave again. Your time in public is over. You You've reached. Offered her a marijuana stick. <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to creep on you, but I got some CBD gummies. <laughs> if you want to get in old Uncle Bri Bri's car, there's a there's a treasure buried in my pockets. Have some marijuana sticks. <laughs> He's like, okay. Brian has a new friend. It's perfect for Halloween. I just don't know how to live. And then my neighbor. You um, seem so normal to me. Yeah, I on the outside. I know you on I the can, outside. But if I don't know you, I've I've for completely forgotten how to communicate with people I don't know anymore. Like, I get in situations, and I think what's happening now is I'm I'm scrambling to come up with the what I what's the appropriate or right thing to say or how to start a conversation. And you miss the mark what, just a little what, bit every just, time. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm not trying to creep on you. I but. think it's more of the euchre way a bit outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I'm yeah. missing way outside. You're the Bob Euchre of social interaction. I need to be. I need to be like the person that doesn't say much. Just goes, yeah, yeah, cool. All but right, you well. can't help yourself. Because I'm trying to correct something that hasn't even happened yet. You tell I'm yourself already to be overcorrecting. Quiet. Yeah. Yes, I'm already overcorrecting a situation that hasn't even transpired. That's how that's how far off the rails I have gotten. All you had to say to that social interaction was, "Can I help you with the garbage?" <laughs> no, all you had let, to let say, me get that. All you had to say was, "I made a baby hey, how you here. Doing? I used to live here. I had my first kid here. Just driving by." Yep. <laughs> also, do you live alone? And what time do you get home from work? And are the doors <laughs> locked ever? Or I really do truly believe she thought there was a part of her thought I was going to ask to go inside. And I was like, yeah, no, you, because, I mean, look, we all know that unless you're like an 87-year-old <clears throat> tiny woman. Even then. Yeah, but you could, you go, you, you, you basically do a threat assessment, and you're like, well, no, right? You're either a ghost or you just really want to see this place, you know? <laughs> you're a ghost. But no, nobody else should ever ask to go inside. And and why? And I, w I wasn't going to, but she definitely had the look on her face like... Please don't ask, because yeah. you're not coming in. 
That's a very. Well, that's also a very old school thing. I mean, that's happened. I think uh, you back know, in the day, yeah, that was people a would more, say, "Oh, you know, I live here." And then you bring them and, in, yeah, and before, you'd be like, yeah. "Oh, look around." Like before that. Ed Gein and you know everybody else. I think did. I think a little after Ed Gein too. Ed Gein was kind of a long time ago. I know it too soon in Wisconsin. Yeah, but the point is, back then, the reason why he was able to kill people is because people were like, "Yeah, come on in." Yeah, and they're like, "Absolutely, you wouldn't kill me." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna eat you too." But I'm a farmer, so I won't just kill you. I'll eat you and wear your skin. <laughs> Hot. It used to be safe to leave a window open, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, in your apartment? Or in your house. Oh, yeah. No, you know, back no in the day. No, Ted Bundy ruined that. Yeah. Ted well, who Bundy. ruined... So here's the question. For who, me, it was ruined by the Night Stalker. But Richard ruined, Ramirez? Because yeah. you were wait, out here with... That's who ruined my childhood. He was, was right that, by my house. Wait a minute. Is this the one... That, you know that they, they dumped... He it. it was him. people right by my house. But wasn't it him and his cousin or something? Was it, two, it ended up being two guys, right? I or is, think so. Or was that the no, hillside... Was there more than one? Who's, where, where was the, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Where was the Hillside Strangler? Was that here, too? Oh. That's a different murderer, no, though. But is that was that here, too? All I know is, obviously... before my time. I live... No. No, there was. It, you probably were a kid. It was because I know that he, he and whoever was. It ended up being two guys. They named it like a person, but it ended up being like cousins or something like that. And they, because they dumped some bodies not on this hill, but the one over were um, uh, in Mount Washington. They found bodies and they were, they killed a couple people that they picked up at this Eagle Rock um, oh. uh, mall that's right over here. And I, I thought I get confused. So there, there, there's there must have been two then. Richard Ramirez was during the summer. And by himself. So he was a by himself. Yeah. Guy. He was but the he guy. He was right killing all around my neighborhood, around Arcadia. Yeah, he got caught by um, some guy saw him and like a group of guys attacked him, like beat him up. And then that's he, how he uh, was caught. He, he left an ACDC hat <laughs> at one of the crime scenes. Are you making this shit up right no. now? No. Oh, and okay. then the song, there's a song by ACDC called Night Prowler. And everyone was like, Clearly, this murder is influenced by rock oh, and roll. Yeah. And it's oh, like, no. dude, you really think Richard Mears is like, ACDC's good, but murdering people to ACDC's even better. I, like, don't, I never heard that little And he's also trinket. was like, women, not one of the first, but he's like, women loved him. Like, he was considered attractive by, but he, I mean, I find him hideous. Yeah. But like. Well, thank God, John. I will not date him. I draw the line at cheating on my wife with Richard Ramirez, okay. the Night Stalker. Is he still alive? There's a lot of women that wanted to marry him when he went to jail. Yeah, they were writing him letters. That's a whole other weird thing, though. That's yeah. I don't get that. That's a great whatever. relationship, though. No pop in. No pop in. <laughs> no, no, but no random calls. Okay, I I don't I have trouble with intimacy, so I can see. Somebody who's locked up, that could be a good relationship, but not a killer. No, no, right. Locked up on tax evasion. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or like helped too many cats out of a tree. But there's women that are attracted to killers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit odd, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree on that one, I hope, Jen. I mean, that's, okay. that goes far. Yeah. No, that's that's, that's a, way beyond foot fetish. That's, that's super <laughs> deep. Like, you've been, you're something wrong with you. You know, yeah. you, uh, you can't. I don't get it. But it's not a crime. That's the weird thing. It's like, you know that person is way off if that's what they're into, but there's nothing criminal about it that just no. makes them way it's sad. off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sad that they wouldn't be like, I'm going to look for someone who's not a murderer. Right. I, I love when they just defend them. Like, I just can't believe murderers get more pussy than I do. <laughs> I mean, technically, they probably well, get more Jen, than I do, um, too. I don't know. I'm not gay. But uh, Dad, I asked you to leave, and I think and you're, you're still, still here. It's I, on you. I don't know how you could fall asleep to this one, Dad. So Wait, you now your dad listens? I thought it used to just be your mom. No, my mom's never listened. Oh, I thought my you were, mom and I thought my, you were always talking my to your mom. My mom and Natalie have never, have never listened to anything. Should we talk about that? No, I'm actually okay with it. Okay. 
I actually, at this point, I think it's funny that it's going on for, you know, wasted Steve bag shows. Should we go from Halloween to psychology <laughs> episode? Brian, lay down on the couch. Me and Jen will take notes. <laughs> I don't know. Do, 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 does your wife listen to this show? No. No, when she, when she listened to the when she listened to the podcast I did, she was in post in the post department at Shark Tank, and she had all kinds of weird kind of like hours at a time where it was like act busy. So she was able to listen then. Now when she's working, she's too busy, and when she's home, she's not interested. Well, can I be honest with you, Jen? Here's the other thing too. You know, people that normally spend a lot of time with you don't really need to spend don't need to more listen time to you. with you when you're not there. I know Christina listens to all our podcasts. I'm like, I don't what? do you listen? Oh my god, she I, loves it and oh. she laughs. <laughs> That's, she loves it. She laughs. That's that's She's borderline like, insane to me. She'll text me. I'm cracking up at our podcast. I'm like, good. <laughs> I'm glad you're liking it. Thank God somebody is. Yeah. I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> don't don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> Telling her. <laughs> She's like, I, I'm already subscribed. <laughs> Follow us along on Twitter. Um, yeah. No, I did a show the other day, and uh, or other evening, and Nicole came to the show because this is hilarious. Where a roommate of the girl she used to live with, who lives now lives in the apartment she met, she lived in when we met, uh, was on Bumble and uh, matched with Brian Swinehart. Oh yes, who was That's having the awesome. show on Monday night at the Improv and had asked me to be on it. So I was at the show on Monday night, and Nicole's like, "Oh, uh, we're gonna come to that show because this girl I know is like trying to that meet with so Brian." So a couple people I knew came to the show, and uh, Darren Carter was like. Oh, because I talk about being married a little bit on stage. He goes, "Oh, how long have you been married?" And uh, oh, because he had asked in the he asked somebody in the audience, and she goes, "I'm John's wife." And he's like, "Oh, never mind." And then <laughs> he moved on, and he's like, "Oh, how long have you been married?" I go, three years." He goes, "Oh, she's still coming to shows." I go, "Oh, no, 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 <laughs> she's not here for me. She's here to help her friend meet Brian." Like it was just such a comical like. If that was just me on the show, she would have never been like, "Oh, cool, I'm coming to the improv with you." She'd just been like, "Meh." I've seen guys who have their girlfriends or whatever like. Bar shows or like like dive bar shows, and the, for like two hours, I watched the girl just sitting there, and I'm like, man, like just kind of not even moving or laughing. Uh, like, well, what would you? How? That's you can't make people do that. Like that's rough. When you're when you're just starting out and you're doing bringer shows, even then you shouldn't be inviting your girlfriend. It should be just your buddies. Yeah. You know your pals. I've never wanted somebody I'm dating to come to shows. Well, it just makes it just it always makes me feel weird. I just, and I also feel this weird pressure because when I'm at a show, I just want to hang out with the comics. I don't want to yeah. feel this like right. And then it's somebody who doesn't know all the kind of nuances of yeah. being a comedian, and then they're like, especially if they try to be funny too. Yeah. You ever Ooh. have that where guys like, "Hey, Jen, I'm funny too." Oh yeah. Like you kill on stage, and then they're like, eh, "What about <laughs> this one?" And you're like, mm, "No, I'll do the jokes." Comics in general don't like outsiders joining the circle and trying to get into it. It's well, just, it's a, just it's, and it's, it's, it's bizarre. No, no offense, but We're like snobby. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's not just snobby. It's just that like. You can't just jump into a culture. It would be like, perfect example, if John and I were hanging out at a Dodger game and all of a sudden it was John, I, Clayton, Kirsch, like a, a bunch of like Dodgers, and uh, all of a sudden he and I are like, yeah, I totally hate it, you know, like on uh, the three-two count. Like they'd be like, all right, all right, two, you two. But wh- wh- well, yeah, maybe maybe that if you were trying to get technical with them, yeah. Well, if you're trying to play <laughs> their game and they're like, you're not even in what we do, like yeah, you. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't. You know, most people aren't jerks about it. I've only well, seen one comedian guys, once say to somebody, like, don't do that. And I was like, yeah, dude, you shouldn't do that either. You don't need to humiliate someone that's trying to engage. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The, the Baseball, I feel like I could hold my own talking baseball with baseball players. But at the same time, you're right. I wouldn't be like, 
yeah, well, they're throwing a slider, the three and two count, and it's like, you turn no. turn into Joe I, Buck? Yeah, I turn into Joe <laughs> Buck. Ah, Bryce Harper. I, I, did try to, I did try to get into a conversation a long time ago. Uh, there was only four people uh, standing there. It was me, uh, Mick Jones. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the lead singer from... Uh, um, you can tell um, by my face that I had no idea who he was. <laughs> John, would you like to... Uh, Mick Jones was in um, uh, the, Clash. the Clash, and then uh, he wasn't in Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah, that okay, he was. Yeah. That was his band. Yeah, and then so it was Mick <coughs> Jones, and it was the lead singer of Better Than Ezra. Sorry, buddy, you're the only name I'm not going to remember. And yeah, then it was Jeff Buckley, rest in peace. And I think Mick Jones died too, correct? I think he, Is he passed on? Shit, I don't think so. Why are you dropping this on John in the middle of a podcast? I don't think so. But anyway, so they're all having a conversation, and somebody said something funny, and I was like, yeah. And they all turned and looked at me, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is one of those moments. I should not have said anything. And they just kind of turned away from me, and I was like, and I had to do a Peter Sellers, where I kind of had to laugh myself away and just kind (laughs) of find something else to do. Like, I made the choice to get out of the conversation. And they they didn't do anything mean. Where were you that Mick Jones was there? This is back when I worked in... Anybody want to in ring radio? the bell? Thank you. When I worked in radio, yeah. and it was just before I lived out here. You asked him. You're right. So you're Better right. Than Ezra I had a show at the American Legion. Uh, that in Milwaukee? Cl- no, no, no. The American Legion. This is in L.A. Oh. They flew me out for the show. They, they were they were doing uh, some show at the American Legion. You know the one that's <coughs> over by uh, the Greek Theater? Uh they, that American Legion is right on Highland or whatever. Oh, no, anyway. by, by the Hollywood Bowl. By Hollywood Bowl, Yes, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, Brian Regan shot a special in there, yeah. and uh, that was my voting place for a while. Yeah. So I was part of a, uh, a, a small gathering at the Jones. Wow. Jones Bar, and that's wow. where they were. Yeah, yeah but it was definitely... All the what about you Dave know, Grohl? It, it, you seen him lately? No, no. He's like, just front row and then backstage, but <laughs> you wouldn't have liked it. I totally forgot you liked him. I was like, you know, Dave. Next time. Uh, that's what I call him, Dave. Uh, you know, Next Dave. Time. I have a friend. Who, I can't remember her name. But anyway, <laughs> never mind. What's so? Uh, I, uh, uh, yes, Brian. Do you want to hold my hand again? I just did my costume. I went. I just went and got my costume this morning for tonight. Oh yeah. Oh, what are you gonna be? No, I don't do like. I'm no longer part of like the really adult adult like you know adult Halloween parties. Like those days are over. So now it's a mix of adult and kids. So like you go to somebody's house and then they leave in that neighborhood and they go trick or treating. So I, I have, it's a it's a two-piecer, because at the house I can wear the whole thing, but then when I go trick-or-treating around the kids, I have to take a part of it off. Why? I'll explain it. So I'm going as a neutered dog. So huh, I, ha- I, that's have, funny. I have a, I have dog ears, a dog nose, and I have a cone and a tail, but I'm going to put a bloody thing over my crotch. But when I take, when I go out with the kids, I'll take the bloody. That's hilarious. I'll take the bloody part off. That is so funny. I was going to go as, like, a guy that got a vasectomy, and I'm like, it just requires too much talk. Putting dog ears the on dog with the cone, cone it's yeah. like, that way people get it. They go, ha-ha, no one, you know, as we all know, I'm not good at talking anyway, so it's yeah, better that I just... I used to live here, too. I'm a too. neutered dog. Get out of here, <laughs> sir. <laughs> there are parts of where we're going, though, that, like, what I do appreciate now is the uh, especially and I'm, I'm, maybe this happens other places, but I what I do like about Los Angeles, there are a lot of creative people, and if they do like these certain areas, like the throwdowns that people have and the atmosphere and the creativity that they go through. But yeah. there's like this 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 is they the, this neighborhood kind of creates this like circle for the kids to go through, and one of the sections you have to go go through, there is so much atmosphere smoke and just flashing lights. Oh yeah, you, like you literally Fog get have a seat. you can't see. You're having seizures. Like last year, I went as a pug, so I had a pug mask on that I could barely see through. 
And so it's just noise and like you can't see anything. And I'm like, I'm gonna die. I'm so gonna cool. die. You know, but it, it's fun. But it's pretty out of control too at times. Have you ever? And then you lose your children, and then you panic. What? Have you ever done <laughs> not scary farm? I haven't actually. I've never gone to the Universal one because I don't like lines. They do the zombie thing at the Griffith Park. Not scary farm is pretty awesome. Yeah, they but uh, isn't but uh, don't you wait a lot of lines? I used no? to go when I was like teenager. I haven't oh, been in okay. years. But well, yeah, we went for somebody's thing a couple years back. Maybe it was last year, but it was like we got for we got the tickets, and then for another eighty bucks, we got the fast pass, so, so we weren't waiting. Oh, in so that makes it yeah. The plate, the whole place though, they like Eddie takes Colton during the day, and it's scary. At night, the whole place is what you just said. It's all smoke machine. It's all fog. Dudes with like. Scary clown makeup and like metal knee pads oh, the ones will come running and skid onto the ground and scare the shit out of you. They come out of nowhere. And then I realized quickly when I was there that I don't need to ride roller coasters anymore. <laughs> what That's happened? Well, nothing, but we get in the line. I'm like, yeah, man, cry? this is great. This is Did great. You Did you cry? No, I didn't Did cry. Did I don't know. I didn't, know how, I didn't know how far it went. I didn't know where your emotions yeah, went. I cried, and my wife is still married to me and not going, hey, It's okay to be pussy, sensitive. Get a hold of your... Yeah, there's a difference between being sensitive and being a giant puss. Did you dude. have to go to the first aid? Yeah. I rode that first roller coaster. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I don't need." Wait, this they give you ice packs for crying? Here's an ice pack. <laughs> sure, don't they? Advil. I haven't been to the school nurse they in a while. Eating so. pad for his cramps. <laughs> what guys? I need Motrin. <laughs> Bayer. It was a period. Yeah, no, the, and, uh, it was uh, a queen, the Queen Mary does a big thing. I was too. thinking have about trying to, to that do one? that. No, I wanted to though. That's what reminded me. I totally forgot about the the knee skid guys. Which, by the way, they're going to regret that decision uh, about twenty years from now. Yeah, when they can't walk. Right anymore. now, they feel all cool being yes. in their twenties. Yeah, <laughs> <they're probably> <laughs> Enjoy that. Really well. The Queen Mary. Yeah, the Queen <laughs> Mary uh, is uh, is not. T- it, that one's pretty interesting because you actually do a tour in the old uh, the hull, the old hull. Yeah, and walk around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I, I want to do that one. Yeah. Fancy. I also. Which, I would I'm, do the Jeff Scott does like a a haunted Halloween tour of the Comedy Store, uh, that I would I would go to if just guys, just for fun. Do you guys actually believe in ghosts? There was a time when I did. I don't, I don't really think I do anymore. And I don't know if we've had this conversation on this show before because I've had what I believe to be experiences, but I don't necessarily know if what I really saw. Was I don't real believe or. in ghosts. Um, I believe that there. Because of the energy of the universe and how we're all connected, that sometimes like a deja vu or something that seems like it's happened before is probably because it might something similar or s- the same has happened before with your energy somewhere else. Meaning, you know, we're all kind of bits and pieces of each other. So I don't necessarily think like, you know, oh, man, there's a guy living in my attic who's a see-through and his name is Casper. <laughs> and see-through. like, You know, I don't. I a don't. great description of a ghost. I have this guy lives in my attic who's see-through. see-through. No, I don't. I don't. But but I've seen, I've seen people who might not have believed in ghosts either have an instance where, I mean, it was a prank and it worked very well. But we scared the shit out of a poor kid. Like on the show Room Four Hundred One, we did. There's a there's a prank called Pepper's Ghost, where. What usually you do, like, have you ever read the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World? Yes. Okay, yes. so that they use this ver- a very similar thing with how there's someone sitting next to you, but that they're not there. They're not there, yeah, yeah. So it's all done with mirrors. And um, instead of just doing where there's, like, a specter or, a vi- or you're having a vision or you're seeing somebody, we did a crime scene cleanup in an abandoned warehouse downtown where a company shows up and the dad is pranking the son. 
and the dad owns the crime scene cleanup. And usually when they get to a crime scene cleanup, the police are gone, the bodies are gone. It's just blood that they're cleaning up. You know what I mean? So that's their job. That's a company that he had. Um, they, he shows up with his son. There's still cop cars everywhere outside. They're, they're escorted into the building and brought into a room, which is essentially like it's, it's an old factory. So it would be where the boss watched his factory workers, right? from the floor so there's a detective at a desk there's some police out here and then there's a dead body on a gurney outside this window so the kid the dad's like i gotta go get something out of the truck he takes off kid is left with a detective who's not paying attention he's writing something down the kid is just looking out the window with this prank the dead body we had gotten a body double somebody who looked a lot like the guy laying on the gurney and then what you can what we did was it looked like a spirit sat up out of the dead body oh, and then l- and turned slowly towards the kid and there was like Shh, and then like looked around and then went back down into the body the kid immediately was like as i was watching on a monitor i was watching this kid the whole time like is he gonna buy this is this gonna be a you know he's probably not scared very easily if he goes and cleans up blood all the time this kid was like i i, I want to go <laughs> and the, 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 the guy playing the detective looks up and goes what no you can't go anywhere he's like I, I, I want to leave. I want to leave. I, I need to go. I need to. I need to go to the truck. And he's like, "What? No, man, just stay here." And like, he bolted. He didn't listen to the detective. He took off. Went to the truck. The dad came back like right away. He's like, "Where's the, Where's my son?" Uh, he ran away. We had to reveal in the parking lot because he wouldn't get out of the van. The dad was like, "What are you doing?" The dad was kind of a jerk. He was like, "Don't be a pussy," but the kid Aww. was like, "I don't. I just want to go. I don't. I, I don't want to tell you why. You're gonna think I'm crazy. I just want to leave. I just want to leave." And you could feel and hear it in his voice that he thought what he saw was 100% real. See, everybody thinks that you would have that experience, that you'd be scared, but you'd also be like, this is incredible. I've, I've come across a discovery. That's probably nine times out of ten that is not going to be the case. You're gonna it's more like, oh, God, please don't let this be a real thing. I, I don't want to believe. You, your brain will, yeah. the trauma of down. that will shut yeah. down. And it you'll would be, be like, so fun to have a ghost as a friend, though. Yes, You can. No. You can have it if you want it, if you believe it. It's not Peter Pan. <laughs> If you believe it. <laughs> if you believe in ghosts, you're going to see a ghost. Well, okay, I'm I mean, try. maybe. I guess. you'll. If you want an imaginary friend, you can have an imaginary friend. Sure. Yeah, right? That's true. Yeah. Fair. It's all but no, I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but I believe that, you know, there is energy, and when you see weird orbs in a picture or something, that's energy. It's like stuff that might not be picked up by a human eye. Yeah, but that's not scary. But, yeah, but it's not a guy going, I'm gonna haunt you forever. It's me, Jacob Marley. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people that believe in it believe because they want to believe like their loved ones are still around. Sure. A lot of times you hear it with people, somebody died, and they're like, but my mother still comes sometimes and does th- like... And that for that person, that may be the case. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like if you believe that. Yes, the power of the mind. The power, the mar- we, what do we use, 10% of our, our brain capacity? So, you know, maybe you're tapping into something else. Until you else go to that, sleep. But also. And then what happens? I don't know. Don't oh, you ever okay. have weird stuff come out in your dreams? You're like, where did that oh, come from? I thought from? you were going to use some scientific information. You were just. <laughs> you're just. Well, you're just no, I think up another part of your brain opens up when you're sleeping. And does what? It brings up that all the stuff that comes, and then you dream about it, and then you're like, where did that come from? Tonight on Brain Talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the first scary movie you <coughs> ever saw? Friday 13th. Really? The first one? Uh-huh. At slumber oh. parties. Oh. Oh. Like okay, so, okay, so 11. you... Okay. And were you supposed to see it, were you, was, or was, it, was, it, was that against the rules? Was there some was drunk dad going, yeah, you guys can watch this, fuck it. I was young. It was the first time I saw sex. I was just 11. That's and then you were like... 
have sex, Which one get was murdered. Exactly. Well, okay. Which, so what was scarier? I think I might have issues because that was my first exposure to sex. Okay. So the I'm sex really horny, scarier. but I don't want to uh, spear through my chest like Kevin Bacon. Everybody so <laughs> well, and we've talked about this before. That was the kind of a theme for a lot of it those was movies very back then. That, no, no, the, the the teen sex you're most likely gonna die. They're right. That Dude, was like a big theme. Anybody who fucks in a Friday the Thirteenth movie dies. Yeah. I'm so is sure. it, now, have you ever re- read up on that? Was that kind of an intentional, like a, a subliminal? I've never read up. I I think it was just a, like we want to make a slasher film. We got uh, we also want to have sex. Well, and it. actually, the first one, when you think about the first one, it's not necessarily a slasher film. It's a it's literally a story about a summer camp. This kid has died, and in the end, you find out. Spoiler: If you haven't seen Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Turn off the podcast, weirdos. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> Came out 35 you, years you ago. You find out that his mom did it. Like, this kid died in a lake. The mom did it. Then the kid shoots up at the end, right? It's like a scary dream thing. Then I think people were like, this, we're on to something with these kids in the woods going to a camp. Yeah. Trying to have sex. Because who doesn't want to watch? I mean, even as a kid, I was like, I just want to watch Friday the 13th Part 3 and see a couple of tits <laughs> and then move on with my day. I don't need to see the women murdered. I don't need to see people, like, you know, but then you be- it becomes, it to me, it just became almost comical, you know, we're, we're at a very early age, like, oh, what a way, what a crazy way to die, you know? Do you, di- you guys know that somewhere, one of the lakes in Minnesota, did you, ever, did you read about that, that the artist sunk a Jason Voorhees in, 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 Dude, for, 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 and told nobody? That. So that when people would go scuba diving, they would stumble across like a, a, a floating. Oh my god! Dude, because in part That's six, terrifying. In part <laughs> six, he comes alive it. at the bottom of a lake. He was at part five, he's chained and he's dropped down. Into yeah, this that's lake. what the guy did. That's what he put in. There. <clears throat> Dude, th- that would if I was scuba diving and I saw that, <laughs> I would shit my pants. I would. I would. That would be insane. Bravo to that person. Dude, that's a great, that. hilarious. Just and I would just want to watch scuba divers come up out of the water. Ah! Ah, get me out of the water! <laughs> like, As they're dying because they you go up too fast. The right? bend, I got the bends. Well, in a lake, you're not. Yeah, that's, that's like true. if you're that's, way yeah, down yeah, in an ocean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't true. think you have to worry about the bends at like well, Lake, uh, lake uh, Tonky Tonk or the whatever. Bends, that's a great uh, Radiohead. Uh, sure. Right, what so. was your first scary movie? Ah, uh, uh, I forget. It started with a. I can't remember what it was called. I mean, I did. I I do remember. I don't. I wouldn't call this a Halloween movie, but I remember my older siblings watching Dress to Kill on HBO. Dressed to Kill. That was the one where, uh, I can't remember, not Donald Sutherland. It was either Donald Sutherland or who is the other guy that I always confuse him with? Michael Caine. Well, I think it was Michael Caine. Um, and uh, uh, Angie Dickinson was in it. And it was and it was like a Brian De Palma movie. Oh. And and uh, I think it would like uh, uh, Michael Caine was like a killer, but he would dress up in women's clothes and stab oh. people. Oh, okay. Mm. So kind of taking, like, and actually, before I ever saw Friday the 13th, I saw... A trailer. My dad had a film trailer for the movie Psycho. It was Alfred Hitchcock walking around, showing you the set of Psycho, and talking about some very scary things that happened in this bathroom. And it was all. It was. A, but they never really like showed you anything. And then I saw Psycho, and I like when I watch it now. You you forget there's a whole chunk at the beginning yeah. where the lead actress, who is a very famous actress is killed. Janet Lee is killed in the first 20 minutes of the movie and then it's all about this weird cross-dressing guy who like lives with his mom or whatever and then you find out the mom has been dead and it's it gets very very strange but also like really good and not graphic 
but suspenseful. Yeah, I never really think of that one as much of a horror film. It's like there's the, like you said, the one scene where she gets killed, and then it's mostly just a weird psychological. Yeah, but it's it's suspenseful. Like I mean, he kills other people, but it's not like the killings where you watch a Friday the Thirteenth now for the body count. Yeah, I think we're also talking about different types of different types of movies, different different types of. There's you, a lot for generations our, for us. Our teen years were you know it was it was riddled with slasher films, right? So it starts with Halloween. You know, well, sees, uh, though I though I will say that the first time I saw Nightmare on Elm Street was also the first time. Speaking of marijuana sticks, my buddy was like, "We should totally get high and do it," <laughs> which was great. Then I watch it, and if I'm not mistaken, in that movie, which which I, I believe was shot at Marshall High School, probably, um, there's a scene in there where his arms are really long and he's scratching his nails across uh, along the um, along all the lockers. And I'll never forget. He, my buddy, lived. There was our elementary school was between um, my house and his house. And obviously we were in high school at this point, so I had long not been on that, uh, on that campus. But I was still a little bit high after, uh, and I had to walk home. And when I got onto this, the campus, <laughs> I didn't know, but they had shortened all the basketball hoops. They were 10 foot. They had lowered them down. To seven feet, and you're so like, oh play. my god! So I'm Freddy Krueger. I thought I was being attacked by basketball hoops, <laughs> and I started running scared of all the things that would have attacked me that night. Of hoops, course, it was baby. A, How would a basketball hoop attack you? I don't know, but it's like I lost all sense of reality because as I was going, they were all small and they were coming after me. No wonder you stopped smoking marijuana. I was gonna say home. that could be why the the, the uh, hiatus in marijuana sticks. Yeah, one of the last times I ever did it. I'd That's be honest terrifying. With you, yeah. I literally thought I was being attacked by basketball hoops thanks to Freddy Krueger. But <coughs> then it's like years later, I remember rewatching. I'm like, what was I? What was I scared about? Like some but, of these well, movies, like when you go back to them. But Nightmare on Elm Street, like they're like Halloween. I didn't see the first Halloween until I was old enough to understand it. Meaning, like I saw bits and pieces of it and was like, yeah, that's not Friday the Thirteenth. Like Friday the Thirteenth was clear cut. Jason Voorhees, fr- you know, hockey mask, whacking with a machete. I understood all that. Halloween, I didn't. I was. Uh, I was like, yeah, okay. Now I watch it. Halloween is easily to me the greatest Halloween movie ever made. Yeah, because it can happen. It's all of it's real. Yeah, that's. And it's I mean, legit. you know, except and for somebody that just never well. dies. But but Friday the Thirteenth, or sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. I was old enough to know better. Like I was old enough to not be scared of a movie. But it was a good, scary movie. It was a new take on a, on a on a lunatic like that. Like this guy's in your dreams, in your dreams now. Yeah. Like. Fuck! Like I, I really, really liked it. I really thought Nightmare on Elm Street was uh, the first one was awesome. Jen, do you remember Nightmare on Elm Street? That that would have been like you know, and also yes. it's reflective of your youth. I mean, it's it's Southern California kids in high school. Johnny Depp. I saw Nightmare on Elm Street once, but I Friday the Thirteenth. I feel like we watched it. Every single time there was a, a slumber lot. party, like okay. constantly. That's the only scary movie you ever saw. Mo- well, no, it's not, not the only one, but I, that was the one we used to always watch. Okay. A group of girls. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to learn about sex. Now that I, I guess, think about it, I don't it, know. We were like eleven years old. I suppose. So you. So, but but as you got older, like, did you guys go to like? Did w- see, here's the thing. I never went to movie theaters to see scary movies. Was that a thing out here? Did you guys ever do that uh, stuff? Yeah, I guess so. I've never I mean, seen like, a scary Chucky? movie. Never seen Chucky. You never saw Chucky? I think, but I I kind of started getting one. out of scary movies for a long period of time, and during that time, Chucky would would have fallen into that that time period where I just didn't care anymore. 
about them. Like, I actually feel like the very first scary movie I ever saw, I was like six, but I can't remember what it was called. It was like a, there was a cat. It was like possessed. Cat's eyes? I don't know. It doesn't ring Pet a bell? Pet Cemetery? I don't know. Oh, I, I've, never seen, I've never seen Pet Cemetery. I don't even know anything about it. He's never it. even seen Chucky. <coughs> well, dude, what? Why not? I took a huge break I in between. Dump. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think my wife tried to get me back into them, and then I think she regretted it because, like, we started watching like some of the Japanese ones are really scary. Well, dude, you go. If you've ever seen like the Eye or Ringu instead of Ring, like that stuff is like you're creeped out. Like, even they, Hostel, dude. Yeah. Did you see the I've, first couple Hostel movies? Were, you mean were, the Japanese versions? Well, of them, they or? were. I think they were based on Japanese movies, okay. but like the, even the American versions that I saw, and what was scary to me was. I felt like that could happen. Like, there are people who disappear traveling in Europe all the time. Like, what is going on? You know, it, it was a very, like, you know, I know some girls who watched that movie and were like, dude, I went traveling in Europe with two friends and just us. And like, fuck. Like, it was just very, it just felt like it could, it could be real. Didn't and somebody tell us, didn't one of our, was it one of our guests that told us that they were hanging out with a serial killer in Europe when they were backpacking in Europe? Did he tell them he was a serial killer? No, they found out. Li- they found out like a couple weeks later because like, oh, it's like all- they didn't go with him somewhere. Yeah, who told us that story? Oh, you know what I'm talking God, about? That is terrifying. I, 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 va- I vaguely have a recollection of someone being like, "It was one of our early." Ga- I can't remember. But who we were it was, talking about. But I think we were talking about the movie Hostel, and they're like, "Yeah, we were in Europe, and we were like at this thing, and this guy was hanging like, oh, out with this guy. Want to come to this thing?" And we were like, "No, we can't make it." And the people who all went were murdered or something. And it was a well-known crime. Yeah, it wasn't like. You, was something oh, that you c- could be looked up on the I can't do this is terrible because now if you're listening you're like well what is it but yeah, I can't sorry I can't remember well it was a well known uh, f- he killed some woman or like they found her in the mountains or something like that do you like prefer that. that people get killed if you're going to watch a horror movie or do you well, like something like, I like, like sus- paranormal activity see, where it's I like just suspense. creepy and my oldest son, who's 14, was like, he wanted to start getting into it I probably should have shown him like Freddy Krueger or whatever but like he was homesick one day I'm like let's watch The Ring and what I remembered of the ring was I thought, oh, that was scary. And he was like, it was there's just too much like suspense, too much thinking about what's going on, and really not a lot of action. Like yeah. I think he would have rather watched Chucky. Yeah. Like that's more like he just wants to watch a doll run around and stab people in the neck. Like that well, would have been a Chucky's thing. Chucky's the movie for him. So then we just watched John Wick one and two. John Wick. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like paranormal activity. Oh, okay. That's that so go back to Natalie. That's when she got off. That's when she was done. She was off the she was off the horror train. Cause that scared her. And like you're sitting in your house in your have you seen paranormal activity? Uh, I've seen chunks of it. Yeah. Can I just say that that's how Blumhouse became a company? Yeah. That he movie cost fifteen thousand dollars to make. Oh my god. Are you it grossed ninety three million yeah. or something crazy. Yeah. Like the 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 how much they like made like the Blair Witch Project yeah yes exactly yes Blair Witch Project that was a good one too I saw that movie with five dudes <laughs> we drove Dragger. home in silence afterwards broad daylight nobody was talking we got home to my apartment we all cracked beers we were sitting there nobody said a word my one roommate who had didn't go with us comes home from work he goes he walks in goes hey how was the the fuck is wrong with you guys <laughs> and then just went into his room and 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 that we were all we all kind of looked at each other like. Because it was like, I knew it wasn't real. They make it look like found footage, which is super smart. Yep. And just the story to the ending, 
And then all the random stuff I heard about it afterwards, which was the actors weren't necessarily told what was going on. They would reach a certain point. They would get cards. They weren't supposed to share with each other. So, like, when that guy loses the map, they don't know if he's actually lost the map or if he's supposed to lose the map, and they don't know where they are. Like, there was some psychological stuff. I was told that Heather Donahue was tackled by a fucking somebody at the end, and they had to take her to a shrink and, like, all this. I auditioned for that movie. You auditioned for Blair Witch. And in New York, they said, well, I didn't know that's what it was until it came out. But I went to an audition where they're like, we can't tell you anything, but if you get, like, you have to go out, we're just going to film in the woods. And I didn't know, and then it came out, and I was like... Pretty sure that's what I auditioned for. Well, first off, the Holy setup of that. Holy shit. We, we can't tell you anything about it, but we're going to take you out into the woods. That doesn't even sound like an audition. That no, sounds like. That sounds good. Maybe you were the one that told us the story about the serial killer and I that you didn't, didn't go with. I didn't go to the woods. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. I kind of thought it was just a filmmaker who knew three people, but they were auditioning people for that. Yeah. That's nuts. That's funny that you actually went to see it, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I remember putting a camera this close to my face going, so what So what, what? What? was the audition? Do you remember anything about it or just that part of it? I think we just had to be like in fear. Scared? Yeah, like scared. I, you're always I don't scared. Have I, don't a hun- <laughs> I don't know why you didn't you're get it. You're always scared. I don't know why I didn't get it either. Maybe I was too scared. Too scared. <laughs> They're like, this needs to look real. They're like, she's too scared too early. Too early. <laughs> There's no reason to be scared right now. We can't have this. I walked in scared and they're like, she must know something. <laughs> yeah, she knows what's up. Did you ever see <laughs> did you ever see Blair Witch 2? No. Oh, don't. That's no good. Dude, I went they were they, the they were like it was opening on like a midnight at the Chinese theater and I went Did uh, you go in costume? No, but oh, okay. I went by myself cuz I was like, "Oh, I like I like the first one so much and it was so bad. Well, I think the great thing about the first one is you didn't know. That's yeah. yes, exactly. And also, the second one was not done the same way. No, it, no. it was just they turned it into a regular movie. Yes, which, boring. Which you almost kind of had to, and I understand that. But I mean, that's like I I, I liked the movie Open Water, and then they're like Open Water Two. I'm like, not possible because no. the people died in the first one. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. But, but like, that also yeah, feel, yeah, that also know. feels like found kind of found footage. Yes. Yeah. But when you when you Try to do it when you're like, but we're gonna make three more. It's like you can't, you can't. No. Some of these things are one-offs. I get it. You're trying to franchise it because of what it is. Shark movies are franchisable. Horror is franchise. Like there's certain things that. But to to franchise horror, you have to be willing to be a fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like by the tenth Friday the thirteenth, Jason was in space in the future. Okay. (laughs) So you got to be able to if you're really gonna push it like. By Leprechaun 4, they were like, what do we do? Send him to space. We yeah. have no idea. Like, they just, when you go into space for a horror movie that starts on Earth several movies ago, you. You have you to look at those types of movies, though. Like, if someone in your house loves to scare you, right? Mm-hmm. The first couple times, you're like, ah! And then, you know, by the seventh time, you're like, knock it off, dude. Just he- stop. Just stop it. It's not, it's not working anymore. Yeah. I live my life knowing what you're going to do now, so you need to please stop. And they don't. No. Which is why you get to 10. But yeah. sorry, Jen. Do you think ahead. any movie that scares you for a length of time can be qualified as a horror movie? Like, do well, you think Fatal Attraction can be qualified as a horror Because it scared the shit out of so many men. <laughs> I, I remember when I, I was young and that came out. That was the big news. Men were like, oh, my God, don't cheat. Don't, oh, my God. Like, all these men were terrified. Well, thank God it took that to remind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a woman yeah, might yeah. boil a rabbit on my stove. I better not <laughs> fuck around behind my wife's back. It could back. almost be a little bit of a horror film. It is. That, I, think, I think Fatal Attraction is a horror movie. I mean, yeah. it's got all the elements of a horror movie. The I think, suspense, again, the tension, the, yes. the, 
the psychotic behavior. I mean, it's it's a horror film. I mean, would you show it on Halloween? To some people, yes. Yeah, to married men well, who no, are who yeah. thinking about to married, to married men with a wandering eye. You could show <laughs> fixed on Halloween if that's the case. Here's right? how much of a wandering eye I don't have. I was watching. I watched every inning of the World Series up till oh, la- so last good. night's game, and um, I saw I saw it on my phone, but I, I was like working, so it was like on and oh. off. But I was like intently paying attention to every game. I didn't see the woman show her boobs. I well, that wasn't that last either. night. No, it was. T- but I was. I watched that game. I watched every inning of that game, and I was like, I remember I had conversations about pitch counts and what people were doing on the uh, at the plate, and like watched every. It's because you're staring at the players, and she was behind them. Yeah. Nobody looks at that. I no, look at the. No, uh, I look at the background. All the, I'm always like, God, oh, look at this ass. Well, I'll you're look looking for Barlin guy. That's why. I just. I, I was just so like when I saw the footage the next day, I was like, How did I? I showed up to Nicole. I was like, look at this. We missed boobs. How did I miss boobs? So funny. I did the same thing with my wife. I was laughing. I was like, look what showed up. Look look at this. Isn't this funny? She's like, yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. She's like, how, how do they? Her question was, how do they How do they find out your names? Oh, Because I said, oh, the seat tickets. And she goes, yeah, but people give each other tickets all the time. Your they, name are they, not on the ticket. Yeah, but I'm so sure they came and got those girls right after they flashed. They didn't just disappear into the I don't, night. Yeah, see, that's what I don't know. I don't know if they got caught right away. They or got booted, and then they got letters banned banning from from, from life, for life from baseball stadiums. Which they've already got what they wanted but out of it. can they go to football stadiums? Yes. And they only did it to promote their website. So Yes, and, and also, what? how are they going to know, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to see everyone's boobs. If these are the boobs that I yeah, saw. Yeah, I always from wonder when you get banned from the stadiums how they know if you come back to a stadium. They don't. They but don't. here's the thing. Well, they probably have pictures of you, but again, who's looking at those pictures? Fake well, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> well, but here's, but here's, my thing. here's what I love about that kind of stuff, though, right? They're like, oh, my God, you showed your nipples on live television. Now let's go to commercials where we talk about guys who can't get boners anymore. And, right. Oh, and a, and a video game where we're about to blow 75 people's heads off. And also, but those the, boobies, <laughs> those boobies are record society. But also, here's a fat <laughs> guy. Here's a fat guy at Nat Stadium ripping his shirt off and doing a, a slide across the dugout. You know what I mean? It's like, and he had fuck big tits. So, is this whole like players dancing thing new? Because it's really what? lame. I don't. I don't care. When they for do it something either. and then they go and they have this little choreographed. Oh, yeah. that's just a dugout. The, the thing Nationals there, you know. did it. Yeah, the but they Cubs did it were a doing lot. it in the bullpen for a while. Football like, players are doing it now too. They have a choreographed dance. Like well, five of them get football's together. Football's garbage. That's that. They're allowing them to do the baseball thing. I think kind of like it's like anything. It's like if it had. There was a time where guys always so used to jump and hit each other on the side. Or then there was the ones where you miss the high five and you get every. every it's going to cycle itself out. It's but I agree. I agree. Care. It's it's a little lame. And when they do it. When you're like down four runs and then you get one home run and then yeah. you do it and you're dancing in the dugout, I'm like, dance when the game is over. Dance when there's like a reason. It's the same thing reason. as that what drives me crazy and I can't watch the, uh, the post games anymore when they win and they used to all run in the locker room and spray champagne. Now they go in the locker room, put plastic all over <laughs> themselves, goggles, and like, that's, I know. you're preparing. Like, also, because <laughs> people so have gotten their eyes popped out with corks and like you know they, they have to be careful but, yeah, but it's so staged putting on yeah. all that gear before and then like hmm. oh jen you want me to upset you yeah okay don't, don't tell me ar is gay because somebody told me that the other night no jen 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 <laughs> ar natalie and i are going to the packers chargers game <laughs> and some and some kind person gave me field passes shut up on the packers side natalie doesn't like sports <laughs> Tell her that she needs to stay. She likes, she likes okay. field passes. First off, you're gonna just see so AR you know, up close. 
I don't know, but I can tell you right now, I think from my story earlier, I probably shouldn't talk to anybody if I am on the field, if I want to stay there. Yeah. Please don't forget. You want me to FaceTime? Yeah. Please. If you're even allowed to. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, you can use your phone. I don't even know what the field pass means, to be honest with you. I don't know what that means. Okay, but can you just promise me one other thing? I'll yell your name. If Natalie gets violently ill, (laughs) please can I be number two? Stay away from our kitchen. On the way out, you are not allowed to touch any of our food. Don't try to make my wife sick so that I invite you. Oh, man, I'm so jealous. Can't wait for that but game. But can I tell you the, the the other part that'll make you mad? I'm actually on the. I feel bad going because I'm missing both my boys' football games that day. Well, you should feel bad, and you should probably <laughs> let me have the. <laughs> Why did I know that that was going to be your argument there? Yeah, you should definitely go to your kids' football games how and about, miss. Yeah, how about me and Natalie go to the oh, game? Oh, I'll talk to her about that. Not tonight. Girl talk. Okay. Not tonight. <laughs> Girl talk at Packers Chargers. Also, yeah, you got what a shitty. C- God, is there any matchup in the NFL that's fucking good ever? All right, we shouldn't talk about everything. Is like, hey, Thursday night football, Jaguars, Dolphins. Like, what the yeah, fuck is this? Yeah, there's been kind of some lame one. Like Monday was Steelers Monday night and football, Dolphins. Thursday night football, and Sunday night football have been dog shit for five years now. Yeah, but if you, uh, my whole thing is every year I just I just get on to watch my team and then I move on with my life. I don't. But your I, team I, is being matched up against shit teams. It's like a such yeah, a, but they're in town, so I get to go see them. A, it's such yeah, a they're saying that it's going to be all league. Green Bay at that game. It will be, and I will say the one thing about it. I know you hate football, but I will say that stadium is very interesting because it's, it's awesome. so small. Yeah, yeah, awesome. it's like it feels it's like, like you're at a high school football, football game. game. Yeah, but no, it feels like you're watching a basketball game. Like you're in a basketball stadium watching. You a don't football even game. need field passes. All the no, you're already you you sit on the field. There is there. I mean, other than the fact that I it took me a really long time to finally realize this i didn't know because i don't go to a lot football tickets are very expensive that and one's I, the most expensive yeah, but because it's so tiny but but i didn't realize that if they'll ask you when you buy a ticket like what team because they want to try to put you on that side first off secondly i didn't realize they that the visitor side is always the one they look and see where the sun is yeah and they get the, mo- yeah. <laughs> the most amount of sun always. in your face i had no idea that was actually a thing because they oh, do it yeah. in high school too the visitor side, even in a high school stadium, is where the sun is the most likely seats. going to be yeah. <laughs> in your eyes. Great. Speaking of horror. Oh, man. Yeah. Phantasm. I, that's You asked earlier. I was trying to remember the movie, the first movie that I, by I choice, saw. I saw Phantasm. It scared the crap out of me when I was little. And I was like, I'm a re-, and I watched it again. It is a piece of shit. Is that demon possession? It's like this weird ball. That ball that like pops open and does thing that floats around yeah, and it's what got was the, that the old man that would walk slow. I don't know. I never. It's saw a that. horrible film, but for some reason, back in the seventies, it scared the crap out of me. Well, yeah. But I was also, you know, was that probably two years old and had no idea what fear was. That was the <laughs> other. Well, that's the other thing. Watching those movies, like there, like when you said you watched like a Friday the Thirteenth at a slumber party, it's like we all saw stuff. I remember my brother coming home from. Paul Wangler's house, and uh, he was Paul like, pa- Paul had two. Shut up, Paul! Paul had two uh, brothers that were older than him. Still has them, and his <laughs> mom, his Thank mom, God. his mom worked. They were his, his parents were divorced, but his mom worked a lot, so she wasn't home all the time. You know, so my brother would go over there, and I don't think be- I think because he had older brothers, they had access to this kind of Friday the Thirteenth catalog. And my brother came home, and he had seen the first three Friday the Thirteenth movies before I did, and I was like, you what? He goes, dude, I saw Friday the 13th. I go, what? How How was he? It's terrifying, dude. It's very scary. Like, he <laughs> was terrifying. very, very scared. You know what I mean? Um, 
But we saw stuff like that as ki- like my dad. I saw Jaws when I was like five. Jaws was scary. unnecessary for me to see Jaws when I'm five years old. Do you know what I mean? Like. I don't like going in lakes at this point if well, I can't see the bottom. Again, I'm terrified of ocean. And, and that's, to water. me, that's why Jaws, even though it's not a horror film, is probably one of the, 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 the most, one of the greatest scary films of all time because it's if you, you believe that, like, unlike some of these other things, you know for a fact that there's a chance that could happen to you. That's why yeah. I always think Halloween, again, minus the, the guy just never dies, all the other yeah. elements but of the it, original, that's why it scares the crap out of The first people. Halloween... Is like you don't know that he's uh, gonna become this thing that never dies. Yeah. But the first Halloween is like he's an escaped mental patient. He just starts randomly killing people, and nobody can find him. And he's walking around in a fucking William yeah. Shatner mask. It's really scary. Yeah. Really scary. But I will say the thing about Jaws, that in the end I think that made Jaws successful, and thank God for them. That was that when that shark broke down. Because if that shark doesn't break down, I don't think we're talking about Jaws. That, that's about where Jaws. you get the suspense. The suspense comes from not seeing the shark all the time. Oh. When, they start, when they started making that movie, the, they called the shark Bruce. And the thing just kept sinking. And they were like, eh, fucking Bruce is down again. <laughs> and, then, and then they finally like, were like, well, let's just keep making the movie. And then they could do point of views. And they, could do, they, did, they did all different camera and work. Music. And music. And the music. Music cues. Which Steven Spielberg laughed at yeah when they were like when john williams is like hey what do you got he's like did he's like ah okay two notes real funny what else you got he's like no hear me out he was like what and then like slowly was like okay all right yeah that's pretty intense and which what's funny about that is if you think about it when you're on an ocean or you're on a lake you have no idea what's under there that's the that's the fear and they stumbled upon that on accident they didn't realize that's what scared people was, I don't know where it is. I don't know what's under there. I dip my toe in the water. That that could be the beginning of the end of me. That's what scares the shit out of people. And then you Not read. Not the shark popping out of the water. That's where the silliness comes in, right? Like yeah. the real scary part is being anywhere and going, I, I, I can't. I can't I can't go in there. The I ocean is like there. outer space, dude. Yeah. I mean, you look, uh, if you're underwater and you look out, you can only see so far in front of you. And right. then you're like, what 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 is past the, my field of vision? And. What does outer space and the ocean have in common, or water have in common? Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. He Thank can, you. He can survive in the lake. This isn't related to horror films, but speaking of the ocean, when I was on a cruise a few months ago, this guy started talking to me. That's enough. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to tell me his reasons why the earth is flat. Oh, oh no. And yeah. his You told me you pushed him overboard. Okay. <laughs> The two greatest. It's okay. Just swim off the edge. Yeah, you'll just be swim fine. off the edge of the planet. Continue. These are the two greatest reasons that he gave me. He, ca- I can't remember the third one, but the two I remember was, first of all, he said, um, "How if it wasn't if it's round, how come when we fly, stewardesses can walk up and down the aisle because the plane should be <laughs> at an angle." Please kill yourself, sir. <laughs> and the second one was he said, "Also, if it was round, this ship would have to be going uphill right now." Like that, we couldn't be going flat. We'd have to be going like up. What a, was your What was your water hill? Do what Jen, your face, Jen, Do Jen. what your face did when you were talking to <laughs> him. Do what your face did. Do it towards me. Like, how did you respond to this guy? Just like, God, why isn't anyone here to listen to? Th- well, I'm a nice person, so I just say it like, 
Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I well, see your what stupid. What do you do? Start a fight with them? No, but dude, God, people like that need to keep those fucking opinions to themselves. They sound like idiots. You cornered me at the buffet. Why? <laughs> and you're oh, like, well, I'm not leaving. That's the scary part. I'm not leaving the buffet, so I got to talk to this lunatic now. <laughs> Did somebody walk up with a small keyboard and be like, dun? dun. <laughs> How great is that image though of the boat having to go uphill? Uphill, because the Earth is flat, <laughs> or because the Earth is round. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a round ball, we can't go anywhere. Well, that's what people... But the plane thing, I too. Can't, I can't. When the he's like, Howard Stewart is to be able to walk up and down the Have aisle. you seen the guy who puts the level? He puts the level on the tray table, <laughs> and the, it stays level. And he's like, so you're telling me the earth isn't flat? It's I like, guy. <laughs> I can't. I mean, Dan Cummins talks about this. When people talk about how the... Uh, oh, there's no... Otherwise, there'd be a bend in the um, horizon. Amazing. Hey, the earth isn't the size of a tennis ball, you fucking idiot. Like... <laughs> What are you talking about? Like, the, the, you, if you are walking around and you think the earth is flat, <laughs> I mean, I, I keep bringing up Dan Cummins, but I'll quote it. He goes, on one side of the argument is every scientist. Not some, not four out of five, not nine out of ten. Every fucking scientist. <laughs> on the other side is Tila Tequila. Tila Tequila. <laughs> who's a Filipino neo-Nazi. You're going to listen to her? Like, what the Is f- that where it started? No. Oh, but okay. I mean, those are the people. Like when some basketball player, like the Earth is flat. You're like, well, okay, that this guy has dinosaurs. half a brain. There are I... people that believe that dinosaurs are fake and that we just put them in the ground to to to, to fulfill a narrative, which is just like guy got that kind ground. of time to bury a woolly mammoth to fill a narrative. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Yeah. I will say, if you do want to believe the Earth is flat, a uh, sh- cruise ship is the way to go. Because when you're out there, it looks flat. Okay, let's get back to it. Because it goes on. I, I, wh- why were you on a cruise ship? I was telling jokes. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. I didn't That's know if you had That's why he a... came up and started talking to me, because he saw the show. And, you know, I thought maybe you and, and he was like, I noticed work. you didn't address any flat earth topics in your set. Um, and uh, we need to talk about I really about wanted that. to talk about him at the next show, but I didn't know a lot of those people come what back What kind of cruise was it, Jen? Did you have to clean it up for the, for the cruise or no? Yeah. Was, oh, you did. Okay. You always right. have to. There's no such thing as a dirty cruise. We do have a dirty... It was dirty. One dirty show. Yeah, the the e- the early shows for children, okay. so they can come. They're not always there. And then the later show at like ten, you can be okay. dirtier. How long were you out there? Only ten minutes. No, no. <laughs> and th- you were only out. That and then you got flown off the boat. That yeah, was a that quick. Was it. Uh, <laughs> oh, two weeks. Oh, okay. And it was awesome. I went to Alaska. Okay, that so I, I mean, and I'm not trying to slam cruise. I'm just trying to get an idea of like, you, you're on a boat for two weeks. Is there enough for you to be t- to entertain you as a human being before you're like, all right, there's got I got to something else has got to happen here because this thing is. Well, you get do you get to get on and off the boat? Yeah. Just make stops. Yeah. How often? Uh, or it just depends on the the actual three tour. Three out of seven days, sometimes four. So there are there a couple days go by where you're just on a boat floating. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. those I mean those cruise ships. There's entertainment. There's, there's movies. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's kind of it's not that different. Oh, than they have like movie theaters and everything in those things. Like, not a th- but there's a lot of shows. It's not that different than like being on the road. Though when I'm on the road, I spend a lot of time just in my room. Okay. Yeah. I, I drink coffee. And where? So where did you go on it? Where, <laughs> where, where was your favorite place? To so was Alaska your favorite destination? Yeah, but that's the only place. Oh, well, I went to Bermuda. Okay. That was pretty, but no, Alaska was pretty awesome. It is okay. I feel like nobody talks about Alaska. Is it very dramatic? It's gorgeous. It's hard yeah, to get okay. to. Yeah. I've never been. I would love to go to Alaska. You, you hear every, yeah, you hear so many people like, oh, you got to go here, you got to go here. And I never hear anybody really talk about Alaska. Because gorgeous. a lot of people haven't been. Well, it's also, it's but true. it's also cold. Everybody's always talking about warm places to go, right? Like that's. Uh, I mean, people will talk about going to Colorado. You still got, People should check out Colorado, Rocky Mountains. Like you, but that's also easier to get to. 
Yeah, uh, maybe to your... Maine. Not a lot of people go to Maine. Maine is beautiful, yeah. you know? I love Maine. So, so on, the, Maine. on the cruise ship, it's kind of common that people will drop. So in the middle of the comedy show, <laughs> like they, you, they I'm sorry, people will what? Drop. You know. Fall down? Uh, or die. So I'm sorry, what? Whoa, a lot well, because of old they're people old. on cruise ships. <coughs> so and if t- something happens, they have to announce it to the whole. I don't know why. I don't know why they don't have a system. J- is it your job? No, no. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it's like it would be like if there was an emergency here and they had to announce it over your whole city, like firefighters, nine one one. Like they have to announce it. I don't know why they don't just have a way to call the. Yeah. Did somebody Help. die on one of your shows? So in the middle of the show, well, I don't know if they die, but in the middle of the show, it comes over the loudspeaker over the whole boat, and it's like, code alpha, code alpha, are garden you, buffet. You? <laughs> somebody dropped at the garden buffet. Okay. So we just have to wait and then continue the joke. And then you're like, hey, uh, wait, I'm going <laughs> to scrap buffet, all my buffet jokes. Is the buffet near you? <laughs> no, it's up on the top. But why do you have to wait? I'm saying they the announce it. Comes over oh, in you're the not waiting the for them to actually remove the person no, from no. the buffet before you can start your show back. Okay. Just in the middle of the show. You would obviously have to re- wait if they dropped in Code your... Code alpha. So is is that thing, does anybody have to pay for anything on those things? Or is it like all the drinking and all the eating is all inclusive? Oh. The food is, I think, usually all inclusive. Not the alcohol. You can buy alcohol packages where you get it all inclusive. And that's probably where the flat earther came in. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had some drinks. Yeah, also, can you can't bring booze onto a. No, you yeah. cannot bring booze onto a. You're not I would bring like four 30 packs and just. Uh, yeah, not 30 packs. <laughs> not at the show. Two weeks. No, you, but you are. So they we were allowed to. Okay, I didn't know if they had but very hard rules. Don't be an to. idiot. Don't be an idiot about it. Yeah, you can't be walking around like stumbling drunk or something. You got to be very, you well, know. Then what? Then conservative. Yeah, which is why. Look at Brian's all upset. Like you're a big drinker. <laughs> Man, I was gonna do a cruise ship. Kids, are there any marijuana sticks on this cruise, or do I gotta drink a bottle of? What about that? Are you allowed to bring CBD gummies with you? Uh, I don't think so. CBD. Although they pop. sell them in Alaska, I think I saw. They need it up there, right, John? You know what we're talking mm. about. They need it everywhere. That's true, John. Um, I mean, they're not gonna search you. But I think as a performer, if they found stuff. Did you have everybody be, wave to you as you, d- any family come to wave to you as you left the dock? No. She's not no. going to World War II, man. <laughs> my family, the first time I was going over Afghanistan, my mom threw this party. Like, just in wow. case. I don't know if it was in case I didn't come back or something. It was it's like the a Jack family. might not be coming That's back exactly party. That's exactly what that was. And then, yeah, the sec- yeah. and then the second time I went, I didn't hear from anyone. I called my mom. I, like, messaged her from Afghanistan. I'm like, are you concerned how I'm doing over here? She's like, oh, Oh, I forgot. Didn't even know you were over there. You were so worried the first time. Well, because you let her know it's okay. But I do. Th- that's definitely why she threw the party the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. This could be and the last time. And she put time. up all these pictures of me, almost like it was a memorial. Yeah, that's a little bit weird. Uh, it yeah. was so memorial weird. for someone who's still there. And everyone wore black. Are. And my mom made me lay in this coffin. I don't know what the deal was, but... <laughs> Jen, we're gonna have we your may funeral not now. get this opportunity. And you, you're not going to get to be at your funeral, so now you can be. Like, what? I don't want to do this. Jen, would you like to say something about yourself? <laughs> um, <laughs> I lived a good life. I was a good person. I question Bolton mark? Songs. Play some Michael Bolton songs. <laughs> you're the DJ at your own funeral. <laughs> Does this make me morbid? Do you ever hear songs and be like, I think I, I should write down that I want this played at my funeral. I no. keep <laughs> a list. You do? Okay. I feel like I've planned my funeral more often in my head than I've planned like a week. I do you have collect pictures yes, that you I've think would be perfect, the perfect memorial photo? No, no. I think okay, it's just been with songs. Nobody, I don't care who you are, no one is going to, like, remember Brody Stevens' memorial? Yeah. So there are these massive pictures of him yeah. pitching with celebrities. Stephen Randolph got up and he was like, I want everyone to be very clear that we did not have these pictures made or blown up. 
these pictures were in Brody's apartment. Oh, you Brody's serious? place was a shrine to Brody. I never fucking laughed so hard in my life. I was like, I mean, these are these blown up, massive, like fatheads almost, like huge pictures yeah. of him yes. pitching and him with like Snoop Dogg that's and like hilarious. it was so funny and so insanely Brody that, that you were like, so that's funny. perfect. Just like a yeah, that was still a bummer. But uh, anyway, I didn't mean to bring it down. That's okay. It's Halloween. Yeah. Celebrate. It's totally Halloween. Uh, also, oh, uh, celebrate good times. That's you, what's gonna play at your funeral. If you're looking, yes, yeah. thank you. Celebrate good times. Play <laughs> John's dead. Finally, <laughs> add that part. John's dead. Celebrate good times. John's dead. Da, 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 da. If you are looking for something to watch this Halloween uh, or this November at this point, I guess. Um, no, it's Halloween's going to happen again. Don't it, worry about yeah. it. We just uh, when does this podcast come out? It'll come out Monday. Way after Halloween. <laughs> couple, Not way, but a couple days after. Uh, check out My Death Co. online. Oh, oh my thanks. God. That was so good. Com. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you for, I'm glad you liked it. I felt bad because, you know when you tell someone so good and then you're surprised? Like, I didn't. Well, you had to be so careful how bad. you said it so it wasn't offensive. Well, no, this, this is the thing. It's not that I thought it was going to suck. I thought it was going to be like kind of just sort of light comedy, but it's it was a w- like it it's got a web deep. Series, like I was yeah. really like, it was yeah. it was Joe Burke, than my I friend thought. Joe, was like, dude, it was so we're good. laughing through one, and then I look over, and my wife is crying through I another totally one. I totally cried through, like, yeah. Hey. It was it was very well done, very well done. Yeah, but so check that out if you can. Mydeathco.com. Yes, check out mydeathco.com. Have you watched it, Brian? I have not seen it yet. God no. damn it. Why are, I you may on, do why are you on this podcast with us? Because <laughs> you're in my basement. <laughs> That's about yeah. the only reason why Set, I'm still on. Set the equipment up. Maybe wait, maybe wait on out Sunday? on the patio. People like, oh, do you think the Chargers can? I'm like, no. Nah. Well, yeah, they're still know. a garbage team, right? Well, I mean. They're just one of those organizations that just for some reason. Even if they weren't, I mean, the Packers are fail. really good. But, the, but Phillips Rivers numbers. He's a great he quarterback. It's not that. Take football out of the equation. I'm just, it's just because sports, like baseball, football, basketball, like very high-profile sports, it's just amazing that you look at organizations that historically just don't, they find ways to not succeed at, yeah. what, at what it is they're doing. It's I'm very, from it's very Illinois. Baffling. I'm very familiar with it's, that But it's baffling tactic. to me. It's baffling that it can just go on and on and on. It never writes itself. It's because most businesses would be would have been shuttered by, by at some point. If you or just at least fired everyone and started over. Started over, yeah. Or sold it or sold themselves and be like, we're out. And that's why you you have to wonder where like some of these people that own sports teams forever and never win. Yeah. There's no way they're not I don't know how they, they, there's there's gotta be a profit in there somewhere, which is why they you hold don't on to see. it. See, yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. Most businesses would have Closed shop and said that's that's a wrap. Well, I mean, just looking at the Cubs in general, when you have a team that's that bad for that long, but still sells out every game. Yeah, but what about like the Pirates? The Pirates are not the Cubs. There's no, no way the no. Pirates are generating that type of the revenue. The Rays were in the yeah. playoffs this year, and they didn't get as many people coming to games as the Pirates did. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, baseball is crazy like that. But also, yeah, I agree. I, mean, I like when you said take football out of the equation. I just pictured like all these guys wearing pads walking around like. That's flag football. Well, we yeah. don't play football. We just take we take that out of the equation. We're and just we big hang and out. muscular. <laughs> we're just bi- we're just big, muscular. Got big tank shoulders. Um, that place though is kind of raping people. Well, I'm not supposed to use that word anymore. Oops. Um, 
Sounds I lovely. Where is this? the Chargers were in San Diego, it was 25 bucks to park, and this new one's $100. Oh, really? $100 to park? Yeah. Oh, to you mean, oh, but, oh, right there, because the if lot's so small. you want to tailgate, small. yeah. But it's yeah. 25 in San Diego. 100 bucks? that's a whole Tailgate at a fucking Chargers game. I love tailgating. Well, that How would explain, you? well, th- th- if that's the case, that would <laughs> probably explain why their fan base is not supporting them, because it's like at some point, even if you're great, it's just like, dude, I can't, I can't fork out three thousand dollars to go for th- for three hours. I question who pays to target fucking Dodger Stadium, and they are in the playoffs the last five years in a row. <laughs> it's like a twenty-five. It's a tickets to park are more than the tickets to get in. You, you, it's it's very expensive to go see live sports. Also, that new stadium they built, they should have put it somewhere where a train goes or something. Like, why? Is it far out? Is it not? It's like Inglewood in the middle. Well, There's maybe they will. They, but when it's all done, they may. The blue line create. doesn't go by it. Like they're not trying to help people be safer. No. Like, no, come tailgate and drink, and then there's no way to get out. Oh, that's cool. Your car. <laughs> oh, that's weird. The NFL Speaking doesn't care about people. Speaking horror again. <laughs> You're telling We're me the same, the same league that doesn't care that players are getting concussions and then offing themselves is not concerned about fans? That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, It John. starts at the top. Goodell's a fucking piece of shit, and everybody involved in the upper management Why of the NFL Why do we keep talking sucks. about football when we know it's going to rile? I Grab don't know. Grabsy. I don't know. John needs to have a CBD garbage. gummy. Yeah, Look, we should have taken gummies before. Gary the Frank, bring podcast. some gummies down for the fa- for everybody that's here. So wait, you're allowed to? I was going to bring it up, but I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it. But what gummies? Gummies. Allowed to talk about it? It's legal in California. Well, I know, but, but you. But does your wife know you take? Does them? your dad it's know? CBD. Does your dad know you take gummies? I've actually been trying to get my mom to take CBD. Oh, you're only doing CBD. Well, every once in a you can get a little bit of THC. Yeah, that's the whole joke is that he's not really getting high. Oh, he's, he's literally just, it's helping his shoulders and it's doing the, what it's supposed to do. It's helping him get sleep. It's like, yeah. it is medicinal. No, I'm not getting high. And I, was, I think, look, we I just would joke about me that any, the smallest bit would probably like send yeah. me I would suggest uh, CBD to my mom as well. And, and to her yeah, boyfriend well who's got knee pain, who's got like hip prop, you know what I mean? You, it's literally, there's creams you can get now. Yeah, the creams work really well. Dude, mm-hmm. I have the cream. It's such good. a legit, it's so funny to me that for so long it's been like, uh, 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 uh. You can't legalize all because what? Because what? Because it's going to help people, and less people are going to need ibuprofen or garbage That's medicine why. from That's their doctor. Why. Yeah, it's all it pharmaceutical affects, companies yeah, yeah. who are like, you can't make that legal. People are going to stop needing our pills. Yeah, and our pills cause addiction. Yeah. and not like you're not addicted to CBD oil. You're not no. addicted to CBD <laughs> cream. <laughs> it sounds a, funny saying that. Nobody's addicted to marijuana. We, you might want to smoke it, but you're not. If I don't smoke weed, I'm going to claw my fucking face off. That doesn't happen. I That's tried to talk thing. to my mom about marijuana. Marijuana? Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to marijuana. Just last week. But you and she still it. believes it's a gateway drug. Yeah, but she's a gateway to what? Being happy, being peaceful, <laughs> not hating everybody, she, not getting DUIs. She's still in the seventies. Yeah, she has been inundated with all the evil that that comes with it. Think about that. There are certain generations that just won't be able to. They can't. They have been. It's been hammered into their skulls for the majority of their life. They have been told over and over and over again. Imagine. Trying to sw- turn that switch off, it's almost impossible. I told her I go. Alcohol is worse. She goes, no, it's not. Dude, I'm I, like, listen, I've uh, there. We have a, a friend of ours, it's a friend of Nicole's, really, um, made a comment once saying, like, uh, we were somewhere. We, they were somewhere, and her husband smoked a joint with a bunch of people, and then she was mad. And Nicole was like, "What is the problem? I mean, 
you know, you drink. And she goes, well, I think if you need more than alcohol to have a good time, you have an issue. <laughs> and I'm like, if you need anything to have a good time, you have an issue. And especially alcohol. If you can't go have fun without alcohol, there is a problem there, okay? I had that problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would think, oh, you got... But that's ridiculous. Like, that is ridiculous to say, to think. Alcohol has killed more people in the last five minutes than marijuana has killed ever in the existence of it being a thing. Do you know what I mean? There are more people that just died in car accidents related to alcohol or died from cirrhosis or in the last five minutes that we're having this conversation but than also have ever died. But also it's drug. I'm like, who does marijuana and then does a line of Coke? Alcohol Somebody who was going to do Coke anyway. <laughs> and you're right. No one gets high and goes, you know what would really no, make this buzz do great? Coke when they're drinking. Not toast or cheese or a quesadilla, <laughs> but fucking cocaine. No, cocaine comes from when you're... Alcohol is the, is the only technical gateway drug. You do it, you make shitty decisions, and you're like, yeah, cocaine, yeah, heroin, yeah, huh. Should and we call my mom? Get her on the podcast. All right, it's time to play a game. Jen's mom. Not annoying, annoying, super annoying. Okay, ready? Okay, yeah. Somebody on weed. Not annoying. Somebody drunk. Oh, super, super annoying. annoying. <laughs> Somebody on coke. Super <laughs> annoying. <laughs> coke heads are, the, I mean... <laughs> Hey, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. I have an idea, I have an idea. Where are you going? Listen to my ideas. Hey, hey. <laughs> Cokeheads are the fucking worst, dude. I mean, actually, that's not true. A cokehead is amped up, and the, but somebody on heroin is I don't really, know really annoying. I've never, I thought you just pass out and almost die. Well, that's yes. That's I always thought. But, but I, I should say I this. I, I should say I, this. What, do people, you think we've been around somebody that's been on heroin? People, people, I should oh, say this. Know. People into heroin are annoying. People into, um, um, I don't know if I know anyone that's Like into pills heroin. that are like uh, opiates. Like w- if no, their whole I, thing no. is to kind of nod off and be quiet, they're all whiny. It be- you become this whiny, everything, you're fragile, you're a pussy, and everything is me, me. It becomes, you're so, addiction is a selfish thing. You become, it's a disease, you get very selfish. But in my travels, people involved in heroin are usually the most annoying. Now, a cokehead is... Can you function on heroin? Bare. I mean, some people can. I mean, if you ever watch Permanent Midnight with Ben Stiller, uh-huh. that's a movie about a guy... It was a, it's a true story about the guy who... That was a good uh, movie. I think the guy who wrote Alf or created Alf or something like that, but like... He, this guy was Ben Stiller's character. He was like explaining what he did. He's like, oh, I would wake up, I would make a smoothie, I would do heroin, and then I would run five miles. And someone's like, wait, you did heroin and then you ran... F-? He's like... I'm a junkie, but I'm an L.A. junkie. I have to be in shape. <laughs> it's like there are people that you, you can what build is, up a What tolerance. is heroin supposed to do to you? Like what's the it's effect? An, it's an opiate. It, you feel warm and fuzzy like you're back in a womb, oh, okay. and you, uh, you just you kind of env- it, it envelops you. Okay. You know? But it's a very strong. Very strong. Very Unlike strong. these people that get addicted to these pills, they just keep taking more and more and more until literally they shut their systems down. Well, same with heroin. You, you, know, they, you start with a little, then you go to a lot, and that's when you find... A lot of the ODs from famous people will happen when they stop doing heroin for a little while and then go back to it and try to do the same amount of heroin they used to do. Well, there was the baseball player, and it turns out he was just doing all sorts of stuff combining. As I've talked to these guys who played professional baseball, and as soon as they heard Tyler Skaggs died, they knew exactly what it was from. He's Everybody, so young. But it, it was, was a huge cocktail mix, right? Yes, it's like the guy, that played, uh, the guy that died that played the Joker. It was the same thing. They're putting too many different things in their system. Their system was probably already weak from the amount that they were already doing. Well, Heath Ledger was already, he was, his immune system was down. He was sick, 
and then the amount of pills that he had taken to kind of correct that. And same thing with the other dude, right? The other actor that that uh, from New York that uh, uh, Seymour Philip Seymour. No, Hoffman. he was straight up heroin. Oh, that was heroin. Exactly. That was straight was up heroin. heroin. Okay. They found like a couple hundred bags in his apartment. Like okay, he, so he was all about it. Well, wow. he had been addicted. He had cleaned up, yeah. and then there was he might have fallen back into it. And that's the scariest part to me is when it's something like that. It can just... Is that what happened to Freddie Soto? It might have. That he was clean and then he went out and partied and his heart just basically gave out on him. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know... I, I only met Freddie twice. Yeah. He was such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. He, when we were in Aspen, my brother, it was his first time working the festival and Freddie was just... Me and, my, me and Jeff just sat outside one night of the St. Regis cold as shit but freddie was like just he was on and he was, it was just the three of us and he was like super cool and i was like i remember going back to work like I went back to punk like a couple years or a year later and i was like i go i was talking about freddie soto and i go man he's great and someone's like yeah i just saw him at the laugh factory last night I'm like yeah man you're lucky dude he's a really funny guy he's a really nice guy and someone goes are you talking about this guy and turns their computer screen around and it was a thing about how he was dead and i was like wait what what it's kind of the same thing that happened with Hedberg. I was like talking to somebody, talking. I was talking Mitch up, and then all of a sudden, someone was like, "You mean this guy?" And I was like, "But he had it really bad, right? right? Wasn't, didn't he lose a leg or something like no, that?" No, almost had an amputation. Okay, yeah, oh. but he was pretty bad. But the funny thing about him is, I was barely in the business, and I already knew that he was a like you. You already knew the stories about how bad that guy was because you get in, you're like, "Oh my god," you know. Every you know when you get in, when you first get into comedy, you talk about all these really funny people yeah. and then it's always sad when then f- somebody right away is like well that person like they give you the the inside scoop comes way too quick for some people yeah and that just I mean, tells you how bad off they are if that's how quickly they're gonna somebody have, get so successful when they're that into we're gonna have lynn uh shellcroft on the show eventually um and she's she can talk more about it because she was with him through that whole thing uh and she's been uh you know intricate in getting his work back out there and like getting that record set put out and like she's doing some more stuff and i think there's documentary in the works but but um but yeah it's not it's not an easy road like it's but it's a very drug addiction is it's it's a disease and it's very selfish it's a very selfish it's like you're not interested in helping other people you're not interested in anyone else other than yourself it's a very and that and that's the thing but but going back to marijuana is not the gateway to fucking heroin. No. Okay? Meryl, well, like... Talk to Christine, okay? She has a different... That's my mom. Oh, I was like, Walkinshaw? What? <laughs> she doesn't get it? <laughs> um, yeah. You're, great. I'll talk to your mom. She doesn't get it? <laughs> but Canadians she burps. Smart, but she burps into the <laughs> mic loudly. Did you guys ever... I know we're jumping all over the place, but... Yeah, this is a super scattered... I, I was like, hey, Brian, let's do an episode about scary yeah, movies. but... We'll see if Jen's Well, available. heroin is scary. We have talked about scary subjects. Yes, it's all scary subject matter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's talk about poop, baby. Let's <laughs> so talk about poop. I was trying to remember the movie Phantasm, which is what I was telling you about. So they make I, multiple Phantasms, so here's, by the way. Here's what this one lists of... Uh, I'm going to get my old man glasses on. Hold on a second. Or as, or as Tony Kornheiser says, you gotta get, go, let's go to the glasses. Um, let's go to the glasses. Uh, so here's this, this one says... Uh, I like him. I like him in Wilbon. Um, I like Will Bond. Will Bond's a Chicago guy. Uh, yes, he is. It's so funny that, that, that I have no relationship to them, but I watch that show all the time. And one time they celebrated Frank Caliendo's birthday. I'm like, God, 
that's like when the world gets a little bit too small for you. You're like, oh, this favorite show is referencing somebody that is a friend of mine. Okay, good. Kelly Endo came to, I was with Harlan in Phoenix. He well, came, yeah, he came kept, to one of the shows. He did. Okay, yeah. did you meet him? I did. I, I was actually out talking. He was briefly did talked you to Harlan and then tell left. him? Oh, you did, so you didn't talk to him? No. That's funny. Um, so The Exorcist? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. one. Again, there's one of those ones. So when I was young, I believe that stuff. Now I they don't say believe. It's, now, but don't they say The Exorcist is based on a true story? Isn't there somewhere in the beginning where like based on a true story? Okay, so you're so, like... So, <laughs> To stop there for a second, so a long time ago when I used to manage bands, it was this band, Citizen King out of Milwaukee. We were going to all these different record labels. And to uh, and I can't remember what record label at the time Tool was on. And we were visiting that record label. Nice. And there was two things that happened that day that I, that I found fascinating. One was they were playing the new Tool album for us. Um, and I thought that was really cool. But you can, and apparently you cannot listen to Tool unless you close all the doors and turn it up very loud. Super loud. <laughs> okay. So that I learned that. And then secondly, somebody affiliated with that record label was friends with the guy that wrote The Exorcist, based on the true story. Wow. And he started. He had a copy of tapes that this guy had. This guy apparently the guy that wrote The Exorcist, and I don't know. I never fact checked any of this stuff, but. Apparently, the guy that wrote it kind of went off the deep end, like, you know, because he was experiencing this stuff, and he started believing in all this, and he had this huge compound that he <coughs> lived on. He kept the lights on all the time. He didn't want the, he didn't want darkness. He claimed that he was always talking to, like, he had a way to communicate with, like, spirits and all that stuff. So they started playing us these tapes of him, like, asking questions, and then you hear, like, the... And the thing is, in the moment you're hearing the stories, you're like... Your hair is going up in the back of your neck, and you're on. And, you're, and then you're thinking to yourself, "Well, we are in the recording business. It would be pretty easy to create these." <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, the the whole thing is either he's very it? mentally unstable and hearing voices, or he's making all of it up. Yeah, and but yeah, I mean, he believed it. I mean, this guy, the guy, not the guy that was playing the stuff for us, but you know, the this guy that actually did the Exorcist. You know, he got way deep into that stuff, and he kind of just got stuck there, right? Dude, the Exorcist, the Omen. Um, yeah. Uh, da- da- Damien, right? Da- Damien. Yeah, Damien. This is for you, Damien. Those ones are creepy. Yeah, but uh, also I because they're they like... Get, those are ones where sequels just don't fly. Demonic but possession, you know what I yeah. mean? Yes. What about Carrie? Do you think that's... Okay? Carrie was very scary. Not until I, the very end, though. Well... Although her relationship with her mother was creepy. Yeah, That but, was a good but one. Like I love that Carrie, Cujo... Um, oh, I forgot about Cujo. Uh, What's the one where the car, with the car? Christine. Christine. Dude, W- like oh, when I was a kid, Christine was terrifying. When you watch that now, the dude, the <laughs> actor who plays the main guy, you're like, why did no one knock your fucking teeth down your throat? Like this guy's like he's turns into such a dildo. You're like, what is it? He's like, hey, I'm a cool, like popped collar. Like what it was like popped someone collar. it was like somebody who wrote a description of a cool character who didn't know what cool was at the time. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like if, if Brian wrote a weed movie, yeah. it would be like, did dads and CBD with pop collars and sunglasses. I, I, I took a little bit too much CBD a couple weeks ago and I wrote a whole, a CBD, whole movie. movie. Yeah. A whole movie the, on CBD. The, these, are the, these are the negative effects of CBD. <laughs> Brian's screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to read it. Like, God, this is boring. <laughs> Punch me. I can't feel it. Hey, why? To page three, he's taking a nap? What is this? <laughs> why does he keep screaming for more cream? More cream. Does CBD I did more make cream. you hungry? No. No. There's zero effect. Well, and even the stuff. It's 
the, the effect is. I have no, no, some zero. edibles zero. that are so good, but I can't eat them because. Too much? I eat everything in the house. Well, I don't like when edibles taste good well, and they, all you have are that. more edibles. You're like, these are good cookies, but if I eat oh, the I whole bag, that. I'll yeah. be fucked. No, I get, because I don't, I hardly ever do pot, so it's like I take a very tiny piece of this gummy and it's like such a good high, but. You know how I can tell you almost never do pot? It's because you say I <laughs> never do pot. I never yeah. do pot. Well, I say do because I'm not going to say smoke because that's not, you can also eat it, so I just say do. All right, you go. All right. Do so weed. The Exorcist was 73. Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. was 1974, which is based on Ed Gein, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, loosely. Loosely, yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Very loosely. Minus why a chainsaw. It, but Leatherface. Why is your screen, your cover on your phone a child walking into fire? It's Stranger Things. Why does oh, that walk into fire? I thought it was one of your kids. Yeah. No. Tanner's a firefighter now. Um, seven, seven, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Now that's another one of those ones. Leatherface is uh, considered the the four titans of horror are Jason, Michael yeah. Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Leatherface. Now they shot the the remake, a port the opening to the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They shot in the basement at the Herald Examiner when I was there, so I was uh, the uh, Jessica Alba one or the Jessica yes. Beale or whatever. And at that time, I didn't know who she was, so she was down there being chased around in the lockers. That's at the Herald. That's in the basement of the Herald. And they were sh- the, the director, he was shooting a JCPenney commercial somewhere else in the building, and they were stealing those shots down in the basement, which I don't care about now. I mean, you, it's, but it is kind of funny that basically JCPenney paid for the opening, uh, too. Of Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake in 2007 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's long enough away now. No one will get in trouble, right? <clears throat> right, yeah. Also, though, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like the, that first one, the, the 74 one is terrifying because it's you're like yeah there could be a fucking family of inbred hillbillies you just don't you know and i all you think about is all those weird road trips you take where you're like man we're in the middle of nowhere (laughs) literally you know and you just like that that is a scary concept you know and they did such a good job with it and i i loved but but then the sequels got Progressively ridiculous, you well, know what I mean. But it always by four, does, Matthew McConaughey and like Reese Witherspoon are like, or in Giant's Hall Massacre. You're like, what the That's fuck good. is that going was good. on? Jen, do you want to do Reese Witherspoon? John, yeah. okay, all right, here we go. Roll play time. Okay. John is Matthew McConaughey, and I'm Reese Witherspoon. You're Reese Witherspoon, and Leatherface is about to kill you guys. Action! Hi, Leatherface. Oh no! Oh no! But I'm too pretty. See, Leatherface, that's what I like about pretty girls. Right, so, <laughs> Bill Clinton and... Oh, and that was a, President Kennedy's dad. And a reject doll uh, um, off of the toys. That was I'm sorry, McConaughey Clinton. Well, you were kind of screaming, like, you know, if you squeeze a doll that, that's running out of batteries, like you pull the string and it's running out of batteries. Okay. And so it's a little bit screechier. Oh, <laughs> All right, so Carrie was in here. They list Jaws as a horror film. I, I dude, I think I you think have that's to. A it, the, it, the 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 suspense and the gore and the uh, there's just so much involved in Jaws that would now, easily make a horror. This one's interesting. Movie. 1973, The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. Uh, I don't remember that one. All I remember is there's an Iron Maiden song called The Wicker Man, which I think is about that movie. Because rock promotes killing. <laughs> yeah. Now we're getting to the point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Comes Judas Priest circle. and Iron Maiden are responsible ACDC. for deaths. Well, this is good though because now we know we have to. We're gonna have to. We have to burn Wicker all Man. our records. No, we have to find Wicker Man, not find him, but you know, not like finding Sugarman. But that we have to find familiar. Yeah, with the Wicker. Well, Man. because it's probably been remade, but I want to watch the original because in '74, filmmaking was so different back then, and so like they 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 did like now like sometimes it's just too slick. 
Like back then, it's just it was great. Like you're talking about the Texas Ma- Chainsaw Massacre. That was that looks gritty. Yeah. It's like it it feels like there's something called black. that. When I watched the remake, that was my first thought was this is too slick. It, like the first one was so gritty. Are we gonna stay here all day and watch scary movies? I we should have. That's we how we should have scheduled this. It's Halloween. I have to go chase kids around the neighborhood. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, yep. 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 Leatherface. Uh, 1974. Black Christmas. Never heard of it. Mm. Anyone? Bueller? No. Nope. Let's see what the, if the description is. A winter break begins. A group of sorority sisters. Yeah, I like it already. Including Olivia Hussey. Like, <laughs> mm. What about Scary Movie? Uh, hold on. Mar- uh, so Margot the Kidder's first in one? it. I think you mean Scream. Scream. Yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about it. Well, no, which, what about the, the comedy the... parody of a horror movie? Right, so what about what, it, Jen? What is the one where they're like. The, the first one was scary. First What's was the great. one where they say the call's coming from inside the house? Uh, that's not sorry, wrong number, but, um... You know what I'm talking about, right? That was, like, a classic yeah. horror line for years. The call's coming from inside the house. And she was, ba- it was a babysitter, right? Yeah. Like, she, like, she calls, she finally calls the operator, and the operator calls back, like, Ma'am, the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> There's so many. I've never heard of so I'm just going to rattle through a bunch of these. Okay. Deep Red, never heard of it. Okay. The, the, the Brode, the Brood. A bro, it's a bunch of bros. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes, 1977. Terrifying. Don't Look Back, 1973. The Legend of Hell House. The Last House on the Left. Yeah, that's a good one. The Trilogy of Terror. I don't know what that is. Okay, well. It looks like a troll. Uh, Alice, Sweet Alice. I remember hearing that one, but I don't think I've ever seen that. Burnt Offerings. Uh, Nosferatu, no, I don't think. Shivers. Well, Nosferatu, the original, like the old in like 1930s. Or even earlier than that? Like, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Well, yeah. Well, no, I think they made another version of it in 79. Uh, oh. Let's scare Jessica to death. <laughs> Jesus. Salem's it's in the Lot. Title. I remember Salem's Lot, but I don't remember much about it. I remember Eminem rapping about it. God Told Me To. Okay, well. Eminem rapping about uh, it. It's Alive. That's a Stephen King one, right? What about It with the know. clown? Okay, I would say that that's actually a pretty good movie. I really liked that clown. I didn't find it that scary. Well, the what didn't find the, the movie scary? fuck I are you talking about? You're talking Pennywise? about the new version. You're the talking new about one. Yeah, I thought Pennywise. I thought, I I thought he was good. a cool clown and kind of creepy, but I didn't feel like... Well, then he, be, he transforms. Did you watch the TV version? No, the new movie T- that oh. came out like two years ago or whatever. Yeah, you should you should go back and watch the TV version. The The first part of it with Tim, Tim Curry plays uh, Pennywise, really good. Really scary. No, I loved the Some movie. Some really good effects. And then the second part of it is, oh, you didn't have the effects necessary to make it that good at the end. But but I thought it, I haven't seen the second part of it yet. Uh, I'm psyched to see Bill Hader uh, in it, you know what I mean? But um, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, the first one was, I thought it was so good. I really liked it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, if I you want to know if, if uh, the easiest way to find out before you waste your time looking at old movies, if you want to know if they hold their weight, uh, just show them to my kids, the trailers. And they'll let you know pretty much right yeah. away. Like I was like, "Ooh, Amityville Horror," and like I played the trailer like, for it. <laughs> and the, I, I remember as a kid, I always thought that the, the the red eyes in the window scared the crap out of me. And I watch it now. I'm like, it's clearly a grip out there with two red flashlights. <laughs> yeah. It's a guy named Larry. Yeah, like, just, what, what, like, is it right? Is it doing good now? Yeah. Can you see it? It's <laughs> so bad. Uh, are you just, what are you reading? A top one hundred list or something? I, it just keeps going. I just I just asked what the what the what the best horror. It just keeps going. Yeah, we're st- we're only in the seventies still. We got to s- get through the eighties, nineties. So I, it, 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 uh, the Exorcist two was called the Heretic. I didn't remember that. That's I, I the Heretic. Yeah, sure. The Racerhead. I didn't know that the was Heretic. A scary movie. 
Uh, David Cronenberg's Rabid, never heard of it. Piranha, remember that? Piranha, that. Piranha's on there, yeah. dude. You follow Joe Dante on Twitter. He's uh, he he made those movies. Piranha's awesome, dude. Oh, so I spit on your grave is a remake. Okay, yes. so they made that in 1970. What is that about? Do you know? Uh, I think it's about a rape victim who comes back to kill the people that raped her. I okay, oh, that's wow. good. Then that's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a good. So let's do, let's go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go best horror movies of the 1980s because I think that's gonna be more. 80s were good for horror. So let's see. Well, the, what was Halloween's listed on there, right? Uh, Jen, do you want to know what the text I got? Just got. <laughs> is that really sick? Can't wait to see Aaron Rodgers. Uh, don't tell Jen. I think the person giving the tickets, I don't even know. He just goes, hey, I just want you to know that your upgrade just got better. You're now standing behind the bench. Come on. <laughs> Ask him if he can squeeze in one more desperate woman. Should, now, should I go over when Aaron Rodgers is going through the, you know when they go on their little iPads and they go over the place? Should as I like lean in and be like, guys. Dude, do what a button I was hook. No, what I was noticing. Yeah, button hook is, I think that's a do a, do a square out. Should they even use that do term a, anymore? No. <laughs> do a square out. It's like the four <laughs> plays you learn in gym class. I like the flicker. Flea flicker. Flea flicker, button hook, the bomb. Guys, what you need to do is a get and go, okay? Well, now, you guys know what a get and go is, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to get, and then you're going to stop, and then he's going to fake to you, and then you're going to go again, because what that should do is it freezes your corner on you guys. I'm sure, you'll, I'm sure you'll be able to get that far in your explanation of it <laughs> before getting kicked out. Why don't you just say, hey. Second half of that will be with my hands behind my back. You're Have you thought about sad. maybe hiding the football under your jersey? <laughs> I saw a Three Stooges movie. They had some good plays. Have you ever thought about the center taking the ball back Ooh. and doing the center and sneak, Jen? The, the center, center sneak. sneak. <laughs> what a play. What a play. <laughs> what a garbage play. <laughs> All right, so here we go. So I'm we so got jealous of you. I could cry. 1984 was A Nightmare on Elm Street, so we talked yes. about that. The Shining. Now that. Ooh. Ooh. That's one. a good combination of like suspense or what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is going, going on, on here? <laughs> yes. How did we miss the shining? The shining is. I mean, when you see that movie the first time, you're like, dude. I watched that movie after yeah. a fish concert in Indianapolis once at a friend's house, and it was like the scariest thing I'd seen in a long time. And I was old enough to have already seen it like three or four times. It was crazy. It's That's so yeah. The Evil Dead is on there. Evil Dead's great. The thing I would hear. Dude, the thing was the remake with Kurt Russell in the Antarctica and Wilford Brimley. Dude, That's the nineteen eighty two, the thing, John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So they found a blob. Have you seen this thing? A long time. <gasps> well, the thing. The thing. Yeah. Have you I seen this? I loved the blob. No. No, no, that, a, you're thinking of the Robin Williams the movie. movie, yeah. No, you're That's thinking Flubber. of Flubber. No, there's no, a movie there's called a, the, the Blob comes uh, out of the sink. The sorry, thing, though, they they unearthed <laughs> they un they found some fossil in in Antarctica. Okay, and they this is recent, and they were gonna unthaw it. Wilfred Brimley commented, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." Oh my God, that's hilarious, dude! So funny, right? And then they found the Paris. If you look it up, the Paris Zoo, there's a blob in the Paris Zoo. It's got they think it has. It's 347 sexes. It has no face or no uh, organs. What do you mean it's in the zoo? What do you mean it's in the zoo? Paris, it's in the Paris Zoo. They released this blob. It rolls over things and eats them. Shut up! It's legitimately just like the blob blob in the movie The Blob. Fucking Where did they crazy. find it? Why have I never heard of this? You're just making this up. It's, it's you got your holding your phone. Google Parazoo. Yeah, John, blog. I don't know. Not yet. I'm gonna. I am gonna before we get done. This sounds a little sketchy. I do agree with Wilfred Brimley. When you find stuff from a long time ago and you start monkeying with it, 
that's when like weird viruses start coming out, like things that honestly, like, we dude, have no, that's the got to be careful. Friday the Thirteenth Part Ten, they unthaw Jason in outer See? space, <laughs> and guess what? He fucking murders people. But he's like, you should see Jason X because he's a new Jason. It's like a fucking... Oh, he's always been working out. He did CrossFit? Well, that's what it was. He was smashing truck tires with a sledgehammer. Oh, that's awesome. So in 81, and I remember this because everybody thought that, and I never really got into this movie, but this is where I thought... Poltergeist. No, this is where like special (gasps) effects started stepping up their game a little bit, but now it would look silly. An American Werewolf in London. Oh, dude. The transformation is pretty impressive for the time that yes, that movie was made. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now they would CG it, and yeah. it would look amazing, but back then it was like practical effects. Guys like Tom Savini, the, the practical effects guys, yeah. and I use his name because he's like the master, but like Greg Nicotero, the guy who does Walking Dead, and like these guys are really good at their job. I mean, they make shit look so scary and so legit. I mean, the American Werewolf... It might look silly now to somebody who watches, you know, a Harry Potter movie or whatever, and is like, "Well, they they can make a Quidditch real. They can," but it was really impressive at the time, man. A Quidditch real. Poltergeist now, was so good. Poltergeist. That, that, that one is a sca- that doll. one scares me. That's too. where people's fear of clowns comes from, in my opinion. Is Poltergeist. Po- Do that doll. The doll that is sitting on that chair is the scariest part of that fucking movie. I thought it was Carrie Ann. They're back. Dude, that so movie is... That was a good one. And actually, the sequel to Poltergeist wasn't too bad either. No. A lot of sequels don't really... They, they misfire, but that one wasn't too bad. But then they did, like, a third one. Well, yeah. And then eventually. a fourth yes. one. Yeah, and I think Jaws was in the fourth uh, well, one. Well, also, a couple the, um, people that were in that movie died in weird ways. Didn't yeah. They? That was... The girl from Happy Days, Carrie Ann, the little girl. And the one that played the sister, I think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Craig T. Nelson, he went on to do coach. And and, <laughs> and smoke a lot of cigarettes at the Herald and was constantly, he, they used to film, he was Parenthood? And, you know, you're not supposed oh, to this smoke is, inside. Oh, yeah. And he liked smoking his cigarettes. And there's a just, but there's been a couple actors during my tenure when I used to work there that I would have to chase down all the time to get him to please just smoke outside. And he was definitely one of them. And it's like, that's, normally no one ever knew, nobody, the actors never cared who I was. The ones that did... And f- wanted to know who I was were the ones that wanted to smoke cigarettes because they, wa- <laughs> they, they wanted they, to know when I was coming around. When you were coming around, or if they could just <laughs> tell you to fuck off, you know. Nobody ever, and none of them ever did. No. He he would just give me the stink eye and put it out. But it's just like you know, I, again, it's just it's a cat and mouse game. It wasn't end of the also world. Also, the stuff, balls on somebody to give you the stink eye. Just don't smoke inside, the asshole. Stink like, eye. I mean, but, but again, it's like smokes for some people smoking cigarettes. That's also an addiction. So, uh, Hellraiser. Ooh. I remember I showed the kids where that was one where I was like, I better turn this off because I oh, didn't realize yeah, it was mostly about sex oh. and not about the pinhead guy. No, I was dude, like, oh, it's the like, pinhead guy. It's like tits and then being yeah. tortured the after sex guy. and like yeah. a box of hell opening up. Yes. And yeah. So I had the fly. I remember that one wasn't too bad. That, that another some other practical scary. effects that are really good is his transformation from. Is that considered horror? Yeah, I think it is. Well, anytime somebody transforms into something and is screaming, it's that's a mutant. Horror. He becomes a mutant. mutant. It's a, mutant. a mad scientist kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reanimator. I don't. I never saw that. Me neither. But it was uh, definitely around back in the day. Uh, the fog. Now that one, I never saw the fog. But there was a movie, a Stephen King movie that everybody got mad at the ending for that came out a couple like about a decade ago with the guy from hung with thomas yes. uh, what's his face what the, the mist the mist if you have 
if you're a parent, you probably shouldn't watch that movie. All right, so uh, the fog. I don't remember much about the fog, but that was just like zombies coming out, of, like flesh eaters coming out of the out of the out of the. Fog, I think right? the fog was the killer. The fog turned people inside out. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, I think so. The Howling never saw it. Fright Night, remember it, but didn't watch. Fright it. Night was not scary at all. Was that a joke it was one? a vampire movie with like teens and like the vampire gets invited in. I saw that movie. Wait, to was that the party. Richard Benjamin movie? You remember the actor Richard Benjamin? Mm-mm. Me neither. All right, so um, good talk. Gremlins, obviously. Gremlins yes. is great. Ah, Gremlins is a great horror movie, a great Christmas movie, and a great comedy. Except you can't have kids watch it because Joe Dante was, I believe, the director of that. Correct? Yeah. He was scouting at the Herald. I think I told you this story before. Like he was scouting at the Herald, and I said something about Gremlins, and he goes, "You got kids?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, if they still believe in Santa Claus, you probably shouldn't let them see." Oh, that right, because yeah, Santa dies. In, yeah, her yeah. dad dresses Santa Claus and then died getting stuck in the chimney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the oh. Lost Boys. I don't. Lost Boys is great, but it's you, you, know, you think it, that's a vampire movie? It's right? a vampire movie. It's scary comedy. I don't know if it'd be horror. Videodrome. Don't even know what that is. Mm. Oh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. I remember that one. That's that guy. Every time I see him, that's all I can ever think of him as. You never saw that movie? I don't think so. Yeah, it was pre um, Christian Bale's version uh, uh, as American a, Psycho. A, American Psycho. Uh, at Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. I think is actually worth watching. Michael Rooker. Is, oh, is, is Henry. It's dude, I like Michael Rooker. The guy from uh, Wall- uh, he was in Walking movie. Dead, but also... Uh, it's a disturbing movie. Cliffhanger. I would not call it a horror film as much as a disturbing film. Yeah. Return of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, Creepshow. I never got uh, the Creepshow thing. That was not my thing. The Changeling, I kind of remember that, but I don't. So Friday the 13th came out in 1980, so they were kind of the beginning of the 80s. Yeah. Look, 77 was Halloween, and I think people were like... Uh, what if we did this, but made it worse and more violent? Chucky came boobies. out in 88. With more boobies. Not Pumpkin enough boobs in Halloween. Chucky came out in 88. 88. Christine came out in 83. Oh, my God. I be, I, scanners. I kind of remember that one. That's when people's heads blew up, right? The only the only thing I think about when I think about the movie Scanners is at the end of Tommy Boy, when all the orders didn't go through, David Spade's like, oh, my God, I think I have a tumor. He's like, he's like and then someone else says something. He goes, has anyone seen Scanners? <laughs> Children of the Corn. Oh, oh. oh. oh yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one, dude. Malachi. I remember that one. I'm that's what, Malachi. That's, Malachi, that's, that's the right. reason that people are afraid of redheaded people. Children of the Corn. <laughs> Malachi is an inbreded, redheaded fucking dude who ended up in the burbs, I think. Now, here's one that I think is very cultish, and I did watch this movie out of boredom one day, like in the middle of like a Saturday when I was just chilling out, um, pre-CBD. Um <laughs> Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet? Yeah, it was like where um, only uh, only kids, like only a couple kids, like something happened in the sky. Everyone was watching a comet crash through this this the thing, and it ended up evaporating everybody except for this group of kids that happened to be inside at the time and had no idea. They were in a they were at a movie theater, and when they came outside, it was either zombies or or people like just like their parents evaporated and they couldn't find anybody. Wow, it was a pretty interesting movie. I get you know it came out like in '84, so it, and it has it definitely has an '80s vibe to it. It has an it's a total uh, teen. If you were a teenager at that time, you would have watched the movie, but it wasn't that great. But it was it was kind of cult classicy. That's about it. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the '90s because I'm, I'm over. Well, the 90s. you know, but recent more recently, they I think they've done a good job with stuff like p- the Paranormal Activity and mm-hmm. like. Even Super 8. Remember how good Super 8 Super was? Super 8 was great. That's essentially a horror movie. So I worked on The Ring. I also worked on The Ring 2. That was not as scary. And I worked on Insidious, 
insidious. Uh, hell was uh, at the Herald. Yeah. Hell was the lobby. Um, and uh, we've joked about this before, where like the guy that plays the devil, like you know, because that that movie, you know, you're talking about Blumhouse. So they, that was one of the first movies they did, and James Wan directed Insidious. Super nice guy, um, and super talented guy. But that was kind of like they got a deal at Universal. Jason Blum got a deal at Universal, and they were like, okay, make X amount of like small indie ones, and then you'll get some money to make like bigger budget kind of stuff, you know. And so they made that movie Insidious, like barely spent any money on it. It was the most profitable movie that year because they wow. didn't spend any money on it. I mean, that, that's that's the beauty of horror, too, is that when they make those movies... They, if you make them right. If you make them right, they cost less money than just about any other kind yeah. of movie you can make, it including just, it, like a, a romantic comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it, but the key is if you make it right. Because everybody has this thing like, well, let's just go make a horror movie. Everyone will watch it. No, they won't. It still has to be done right. Yeah. But the funny thing about that is because it was so low budge, I just remember hanging out at the craft service table with the devil. Because, like, you know, they're in their costume and they got nowhere to go. He's like, what, we out of Skittles? Yeah. <laughs> And I remember him kind of like having a Darth Maul vibe to him too, which is kind of threw me. But I always found it a little bit weird. I'm like, this is there was like that. That's like what's that one band that wears the masks? Well, a couple of but Slipknot, Slipknot, Guar. Shot a, uh, Slipknot shot a music video at the Herald once, and I found that very bizarre because you no, know, again, nobody had anywhere to go, and so you got this band that is like a very bizarre cult following. And they're all just kind of just hanging out, and you just you, those those moments like I'm not a Slipknot fan, I don't know anything about them, but I just kind of laugh at like yeah, when for they're sure, yeah, all just kind of hanging out. Da, I w- when I they're not talk doing their band, not doing the, well, they're just not doing their whatever it is they do, you know, that makes them unique. You know, the music aside, just being you know bizarre, right? Yeah. Like you, you all, sometimes you have to re-remind yourself that they're the human? majority of people are not constantly doing what you think. They are. <laughs> they're doing shit that you're doing. Yes, they're just being normal. <laughs> like, is there a bathroom? I got to take a dump. Is yeah, anything exactly. farther away from set? I got to take a real big dump. Like, oh, okay. Um, just talking about people wearing masks, and you talking about like the actor played the devil. There's a great documentary on YouTube for free. You can watch it. I forget what it's called, but Google search it for. It's every actor who's played Jason Voorhees. Oh, really? How many there are been there? Like, there've been like five or six. So they've made, what is it, 12, mo- 12 of those movies, if we're counting f- Freddy Why versus Jason. Why are there so Jason. many? Friday the 13th? No, Why? no, Why? Oh, because they would get one guy, and then they would do the movie and then go, yeah, I'm an actor. I'm going to go be an actor. This is not acting. There was one, okay, if you remember part five, Friday the 13th, Jason runs. The Jason Voorhees runs. He's not built like Kane Hodder. He's not that big of an intimidating guy. It would literally be like, like uh, if like Nicole ran at you. You know what I mean? He, he's like had a woman's build almost. So like, <laughs> he runs, and that's the only movie Jason runs in. He does not run. That's not a thing. He's never run before. And they Did asked this form? guy, no. Okay. They asked this guy if he would do a, the next one, and he was like, no. Then in the documentary, he's like, biggest regret of my life. Not doing more Friday the 13th. Yeah, it's easy money. work. Easy work. And nobody sees your face. Dude, that's what I said. And that could be, it could anger some people, I think. But I think the freedom of that, being in a mask for a whole movie, I would love to yeah, play. That would be amazing. A psycho you don't even have to talk. Well, Slasher. And you know who figured that out real quick and was very smart about it? Was Robert England. Dude, Ro- Kruger. He was the first guy to go, wait a minute. 
I know I don't really look like this guy, but I'll let people know who I am and that I'm this guy. His and then face he built. He built a world off of that. His face was exposed. I mean, yes, it was covered in the makeup. But still, you wouldn't know him on the street. Maybe. Well, now, now, now you, would. you would. Now you would. You're right. Back then, you wouldn't. No. But also, Robert Englund was a guy who'd been acting forever when he got Nightmare on Elm Street. This is a guy who's like me. He's like just in everything he can get himself into, and then trying, and then you know it not hitting or it not being the thing, and then, and then this Nightmare on Elm Street comes along, and. Yeah, of course he's going to do six of them. Of course he's going to be in every one. They, why wouldn't you? Even if they get fucking dumber by the second, you'd still do it. I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. And some of those scenes uh, the, are good kill scenes. You know what I mean? Like, the movie might not be that great, but some of the murders, some of the deaths are fucking awesome. And the effects and the backstory of Robert England. You know what I mean? I saw that, the new Nightmare on Elm Street they put out. It was not good. It was not as good as the original. Yeah, I saw the new Halloween that came out. No offense to Dan McBride, but they should leave that series alone. Yeah. Halloween is a standalone, one of the all-time greatest horror movies ever made. Don't. Don't remake it. Don't. It's not going to be good. You're not going to do it well. Because well, now... It also holds up. See, a lot of those ones just don't... Like we were talking about earlier, it doesn't hold up, but Halloween actually holds up. I think Friday the 13th, the original one, holds up because, in the end, it's the mom. It's not a fucking dude in the woods. It's an angry mom who's taking revenge on teenagers who ignored her drowning son. Like, there's more meat in that story than there is in the rest of the Friday the 13th combined. The rest of them are literally just, what is this, Camp Crystal Lake? Ah, murdered. Like, what is this, Camp Crystal Lake? Ah, murdered. Booby, 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 murdered. Like, it's, there's no fucking, you know what I mean? It just becomes the same formula over and over and over and over again. And I will say... Uh, I've never been more jealous comedically of someone. I went opening night to Freddy versus Jason, which oh, combines just, it was, first of all, well-written for what it was and, and well-done for what it was. It was the combination of these two horror franchises that are <laughs> completely ridiculous with unkillable dudes. And it, at one point, this teenager on screen yells at his dad. He's drinking out of a flask. He yells at his dad. He's like, Fuck you, Dad. You don't know what it's like to be a kid. Bad, bad, bad. His dad gets mad and walks off. The kid turns around, and Jason is standing there, and Jason just hacks him almost in half with a machete. And everyone kind of cheers because it's a good kill in the theater, right? It's a good and then kill. Somebody, and this is a sold-out show. This is a packed theater. I don't, I've never been in a theater this packed since. And some dude must have had his back to the wall. That's how far away he sounded. Yelled. That's what you get for talking back to your dad. <laughs> and everybody fucking laughed. I mean, people were crying. People were in the bathroom after the movie talking about it. I remember walking out of there going, I'm jealous of that guy for being so funny right there. And the same thing happened when I saw the new Friday the 13th. There's this scene where this guy's tending to weed plants. And he's like, oh, man, I'm going to grow this weed. Oh, and then dead. he gets killed by Jason, and someone yells out, that's what you get for smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I hope it's the same guy. <laughs> I hope this turns guy makes out, it a point. Turns out that's what he does. His comedy album is just him yelling in movies. He's like the John 316 guy back in the 70s and 80s that used to show up with his wig on everywhere. <laughs> such, a, such a bizarre thing. Well, that whole thing, right, like was the kissing bandit. There was the John 316 guy. There was the guy that used to put on mustaches and sneak into games. Like, that was his thing. How many get he would, because he would, they would, they would be on notice. Like, there's a guy 
who's trying to sneak in, and like his whole thing was like wigs and mustaches, and finding ways to get into they, sporting events for free. How did you know about him? There was I. It's it was on the news. Oh wow! But yeah, that that back then there was all these like kooky like characters that are in the stand. You know, talk going back to the didn't see the breasts in the game. It's like because <laughs> I don't. I think we've given up on paying attention to fans. Yeah. yeah. Back in the time, there was a, there was a time when you actually did pay attention to fans. We had a famous guy. For the at the Milwaukee Brewers, his name was Freeway, and it seemed like he would. And the, how he got famous was he always seemed to be in the ESPN highlights of home runs at at the time was County Stadium. Yeah, he was always in left State field. County. He always had his shirt off, and he was always celebrating a home run. And they would after a while, he was they a were celebrity. Just looking, they were just looking for him. It's like Ronnie That's Woo. Hilarious. You know Ronnie Woo. He's a guy in Chicago who walks around. St- Super loud. It's actually annoying. You could hear it when you watch games on WGN. You could hear him. You could hear Ronnie in the booth, and he's not in the booth. I was in San Diego for a game. They use the fans will fly him to games. So I was in San Diego. I'm like, oh my god, it's Ronnie Wu. He's got a jersey. Yeah, because it's it's so annoying to the opposing fans and the other teams. But like, there's that guy, and then there's um, what was I gonna uh, the San Diego chicken? No, Wesley Willis. The San Wesley Diego Willis. chicken. Wesley Willis. <laughs> He's not scary. <laughs> um, no, I can't remember. What I was gonna. I was gonna say something. What were we talking about right before the? Oh, Dade County. Wait, what? Oh, uh, fuck. Man. When I was a kid, it was the lady in the pink car. Who's the? Oh, and isn't she still around? Angelique I just or saw her yesterday. Around. I just saw her yesterday pulling T-shirts out of the back of her Corvette. That's like Thirty years at least. Right? There was a oh, great yeah, article yeah. on her yes, about they how exposed who she was. What and a everything. kind of a sad story it is. Yeah, yeah like, I saw her driving recently. I couldn't believe it. Well, there was a debate about that story coming out too, because the theory was that here's this person that obviously did not have a very exciting life and is trying to create something else for them. She and did self-promotion before it was popular. Yeah, and they felt like, well, if you expose her, you're kind of taking away all the mystique, which is what made her special in the first place. And I get it. Human nature wants to know, who is this woman? When I moved here, there were billboards of this blonde, yes. old, bl- older blonde when woman who drove a, a pink she Corvette. Would, yeah. Everywhere. Angeline, her license plate says Angeline. She's not trying to hide. She's trying to be out and everyone would see her. I was told a rich guy funds everything she does. And then now it's like you're reading this article about how she's just this person who lives in this shitty apartment and it's just not. But she was kind of like famous, but never. She didn't do movies or Right. It's like no, Dennis no, Woodruff. Right? It's like Dennis Woodruff is famous in LA, but he's not like a good filmmaker. <laughs> you know. She did self promote before. Yeah, trust she was, me. She's she way ahead of the game. I'm I'm surprised Social she didn't media. invent uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. You know, well, she was. She was just. She was a mobile, like face to face. So was she trying to be an actress? I think maybe a long. I think at a certain ago. point there was something, but I mean, clearly she wasn't willing to go into pornography or anything. Like she wasn't like so desperate. Whatever happened, I think she got funded by a dude who just thought she was hot, which is not going to happen the for case. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not going to happen for me. I, I'm hoping to get funded by a dude who thinks I'm hot. I want to buy an uh, ad on a bus stop. Do it. Just one? I think it'd be hilarious. The Jen Murphy Podcast. Just one? Could buy a Jillin' Off bus ad. <laughs> you want to do a bus stop? A bus stop a or bus a bus stop? Just a one. Because ben- that's ad? cheaper. Just one? Yeah. So you want to see what your face is going to look like with graffiti all over it. Is that what? Is that? You want to see what you're going to look like with a blacked out tooth and a Hitler mustache. <laughs> Like, I think it'd be funny Devil to place horns. it somewhere where, you know. It would be. I agree. would see it every day. That's what DreamCorp did. 
<laughs> they took out bus ads when that show was coming out. Yeah, but one, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But they did ads. She yeah. just wants to put one. one. Well, I can only afford one's bus I kn- stop. I know. Well, I say do actually it. look into it. How you much might be it? able to afford more. I bet for it eighty can't bucks, be that much. you could get like five. I don't think it's it that. I think it's a couple hundred bucks for a bus. bus a bus stop. stop? Yeah. Like on the bench. You need yeah. to do it in a place, though, that you know that you're going to be driving past with your friends so that they That's can... That's what I'm saying. you got to put it in a good place where yeah, you know where, people... where people are going to take pictures of it and sit on, it, uh, sit on your face. Uh, get it? I'm going to do it, like, right outside, like, Levity or something. Yeah, so they see you every day. And they're like, who should we put in this movie? <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about Jen Murphy a yeah. lot. Really? Maybe it's yeah. this fucking bus bench outside yeah. we walk by yep. every day. Every day. That's a smart idea. <laughs> it's a billboard right outside their window. <laughs> looking in. Hi. <laughs> It is a smart idea, right? Don't steal it. Don't steal it. Talk about yourselves for a second. I got to go pee. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I was going to go back to just the dudes in masks, basically, was what I wanted to talk about. Like the, that Jason Voorhees documentary was just about all the different guys who played Jason, why they did it, why they didn't do it afterwards. It was very entertaining. That's yeah, I all. can't believe people would give up that job because they think they need to be a more serious actor when nobody, you can't well, see them. I think I think it's always interesting when, when, you, when you see somebody in a position that you would want to, like, you know, the guy who played Mike Brady. You know, on the Brady Bunch, yeah, hated the show. He was like a Juilliard Shakespeare actor, oh, I and he's see. reading the scripts that come in, and he's like, "What is this shit?" Yeah, and I they guess. were like, "That's the show." He's like, "Well, the show sucks," and they're like, "Yeah, but America loves it." And he was not a happy camper, but he didn't quit. But he just wasn't loving it. You know what I mean? Which is crazy because you look at how many. Guys who would could have played a dad at that time would have killed yeah. for that role. I would kill for that role now, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just people are different and everything. You know, if you want to be a no, Shakespeare actor it. and you're like, here's a machete, here's a mask. No, yeah, don't say makes, a word. It totally makes sense when you put it that way, yeah. But I, I, I think it would just be another thing to sort of hang your hat on as an actor. It'd like, be like if we had to go do really hacky comedy or something, though. Yeah, and then you were, but like, like, but if we could wear masks, that'd be different. Yeah, if we could wear masks. That would be different. Then I would do it. Then it would be like, oh, you're doing a character in a mask who does shitty jokes. Hey, by the yep. way, speaking of wearing masks, what is your f- all-time greatest costume? At least you believed it was your all-time greatest costume you ever wore. All-time greatest. Like you thought, I'm putting this on. Probably everybody's gonna be talking to me. Well, I haven't dressed up since I was a kid. So. You oh, you don't do adult uh, at all. Mm, maybe when Dan by like used to have parties, I think I made a put on like a hobo outfit or My something. God, I went to a hobo Dan, outfit. I went to a Dan Bilek I never Halloween. tried real hard. Oh really? But so that was as a, so a kid, I had a really great one that my mom made by hand: strawberry yes. shortcake. Wow! With a big, huge hat that she filled with newspaper, like had a big strawberry. It was pretty awesome. Did if you I appreciate you a it? Did you appreciate it at the time, or were you mad because you didn't get one of those seventy-five cent ones from a store? Like no, I, had, I my thought dad it was made amazing. some great costumes for us over the years, and we would get really like, oh, well, this is homemade. And we look really? back on now, we're like, that was my dad. Cru- my dad was an artist too, so it's like he actually he crushed made, it. Made, yeah, crushed it. What kind? What did he make? He made. What were he, some of uh, them? he made a, a, a Frankenstein mask for me, and he just made it out of a paper bag and uh, crumpled up a newspaper and tape, and then he spray painted it. You know, artists are really good at like actually painting with spray. Doing paint, a good job yes. with art. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And then, <laughs> but and I was like, I think my biggest complaint was like, well, I didn't. I don't want to be frank. So I'd be more like a werewolf. So my dad was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go brush the way a long-haired dog." So he brushed the dog, and he got he, he just he just taped. Oh my <laughs> god! To your hands? No way! To my hands, and he's like, "Well, there you go. You're half werewolf, half." You had real You're hair. Frank and You're wolf. probably the only kid that had real hair on yeah, your costume. Probably, probably yeah, yeah. And I you've dressed up every year as an adult. 
Oh yeah, we got co- yeah. You, you, I have a huge costume collection here at the house. Literally, which I'm sure John will be going through the minute he walks out of this. No, no, I've got we I've got, got mine for this year. I think. All right. But when I was You're a kid, up. yeah. Uh, well, I've I've always kind of tried to do something, but then when <laughs> I met Nicole, she was really into Halloween. She told me to knock it off. Are you going to a party? Or are you dressed yeah. up and give out candy? At no, 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 no. I'm I'm going to you a party. You get candy where you're at, or no? We could. We could. There's a neighborhood website. If I wanted to put my address oh. on the list. That oh, that's be, how they do it now. Yeah, but get a log get a sign up. Yeah, but you know what? In my neighborhood, that's probably better. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the kids know they're coming to a door that's not going to be some old crazy person or some angry person. It's like, I put my address on. That means I'm accepting trick-or-treaters. I'm going to have candy. You know, We yeah. didn't this year because I don't know if I'm going to be home. But um, when I was a kid, my mom handmade, and I post pictures of this all the time, but my mom handmade Batman and Robin costumes for my, my brother oh, and I. Oh, pretty sweet. And she was like, oh, they're going to win this fucking competition. You know, because at the school... <laughs> But then she goes, she brought us to the to the Halloween parade or whatever at the VFW, and she goes, then they separated us into age groups. She, she goes, you couldn't walk in the parade with your brother, so your brother just looked like an idiot Robin, and you were just Batman a Batman. looking for Robin. Yeah, and she was like, and you didn't win the costume contest, and I go, well... It doesn't bother me. She's like, well, I think it bothers her because she like it wasn't she, about you, John. She put a lot of work into those costumes, right. and they looked fucking awesome. I mean, she did a really good job. And then Nicole, probably the, the best I've ever looked on Halloween. I did Teen Wolf a couple years back. So you just put it was on our a first Halloween or? together. <laughs> yeah, thank that's you. what thank you, you, Jen. That's thank what you think, but she brought these sweet wigs and then turned one of them into like she had taped like it. I look legit. Yeah, like, no, I've seen that. Did photo. you go out with Orny? No, no, this was but the real Teen Wolf, not the fucking MTV show. No. <laughs> How dare you? He went out with Court McCowan. Uh, was Court McCowan in Court McCowan was in was Teen, he Wolf? Teen Wolf. He's on the basketball. He's on the the uh, bad guy basketball team. Yeah. I think it's a bad guy basketball team. So John did a one on one. He did like a little uh, little play against Court. All right, continue. So you well, but, but that, good. Team, that good. Teen Wolf outfit was awesome. crushed. It. What and are you going to be this year? This year, I Teen Wolf too. Well, I can talk about it because it'll come out afterwards. We're going to be. Uh, both of us are going as a couple of weird alpacas. I'm sorry, what? Oh, that's why you were asking about weird the... alpacas. Weird alpacas. Weird stick, al. Stick with them. There we go. Packas. Alpaca. Alpaca. Weird alpacas. alpacas. We're gonna look like alpacas, not, also like weird al. Not the Green Bay alpacas. I don't know what an alpaca is. I see that based on the look on your face. This is gonna be. A I didn't long know if it was like Halloween party. I didn't know if it was part weird al, part like Al Qaeda. Yeah, we're going to be Weird Al-Qaeda. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's actually really fucking funny. I didn't know what a paca was, and it sounded like Al-Qaeda. Alpaca. Look them up. They're like a llama, almost. They're kind of like llama e camely but they're not. They're smaller. <laughs> what do you guys? We're Weird Al-Qaeda. Uh, what? Yeah, all weird these, Al-Qaeda. All these years, Jen has thought alpaca was some form of terrorism. Guys, we're going to bring the alpacas in for the shoot. Oh, my God. The alpacas are here? Everyone get down. <laughs> I just worked with a live alpaca last night. Okay. Uh, so, wait. <laughs> so, you're part weird al, part... We're weird alpacas, llama? Jen. Part a- animal. Part llama? Part animal. Alpaca. I just can't so picture So, yeah. It. So, how are you going to do it? Um, it's going to be mustaches. Uh, the glasses. We're going to wear sunglasses that are going to have white around the edge, so they look like big uh, alpaca eyes. And then lashes on the glasses, like alpaca lashes. And then we're going to have weird al wigs. And then I'm going to dye my mustache real dark. And then she's going to put on a fake mustache that uh, we bought that's going to look like Weird Al's mustache. And then we bought these kind of reindeer onesies uh-huh. that we're going to take and cut the heads off of and use the ears for to have coming out of the wigs. So we're like, we're going to look like Weird Al on the face and the wig. 
And then we're going to have Hawaiian shirts on that match um, when we go out. Okay. Very creative. Weird alpacas. Weird alpacas. I like weird alpacas better. Yeah, well, we didn't fucking plan for that, Jen, so we're doing the weird alpaca thing. But I love the fact that you did. You were like, well, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. I don't want to wreck the reveal. As if you thought somehow or another, this podcast no, was going to wreck your Halloween if you were to tell no, us. No, but honestly, it's just about fucking keeping Nicole's feelings in That's check. That's a really and not creative like, costume. I'm yeah. really, it is. I'm quite impressed. Yeah. It is. But she How's loves yours, though? She loves wordplay and that kind of like, you know. Here's How many people do you think are going to know that you had a dog neutered? Or do you think it might be a dog that I also just gave birth? The reason why the, the bloody crotch part is going to go away, because, I mean, any... Anybody that sees a human being walking down the street with a cone on their head already gets the joke. No matter, I mean, they can interpret their own joke if they want to. But I'm also have dog ears. One so. look at you, like that guy's got no balls. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what the shirt says. I got no balls. I got no balls. I got no balls in this game. Wait, what? Very creative. That's what you're supposed. To see, that's what when you become an adult. I always thought that's what Halloween was supposed to be. Not dressing slutty. <laughs> well, if you, I, if oh, you did I not mention? If you go to the Halloween store, the answer is no, no. You're still you're still supposed to dress as a slut. I meant to say we're going to be female. slutty weird alpacas. <laughs> Can I ask you a question from a female standpoint? Is like is like Halloween like a is it is it like a sex infused sexy thing for women? Like what what is why why is the shift that way? Because it's an opportunity to have sex. I don't dress like a prostitute. Because if we dressed like that. I shouldn't say we. I don't do the sexy thing. But uh, if girls dressed in that short of a skirt or their boobs all coming out, they would feel weird. Like If they didn't? If they did that on a daily basis. Right. So Halloween is your chance to sex it up? It's a chance to be like, yeah, it's for girls to, yeah. And I don't know what percentage of women. I don't, I don't, I'm not at any Nicole's never done that. that. She's, like, then I, I'm also I, she's parent always party, made so. her costumes. I think there's probably a lot of women who would like to dress like that more often, but really? they're too nervous or well, self-conscious or they don't want to be judged. And they don't so Halloween's die. the chance to be like, oh, look, I can wear really high heels and short skirt and boobs, and it's okay because it's Halloween. It's also a certain, I mean, you know, most women aren't like, I don't think it's a ton of women anymore that are really necessarily everything has to be slutty. I think that's kind of... No, but it's just the way they market it, though. Yeah, at, and at in L.A., Halloween when you go stores. to like the Rainbow Halloween party or something, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of fucking... Chicks are going to dress like slutty cops or whatever. Also, very inexpensive outfits to buy. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of well, fabric. Not, yeah, not, yet. not a lot of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Honestly. Yeah, they, uh, uh, why you think My, it's weird that women want to get sexed up? I just think in this, in this day and age as we're moving in a different direction that it's just, it's interesting to me that when you go to these Halloween, you know, these pop-up Halloween stores, still a large portion, a large section in there is that kind of stuff. And I'm always like, huh. That's interesting that they still kind of like are pimping that stuff out. The only thing I will say, the downside to my costume, and I seem to pick this every year when I when I pick a costume, it's hard to pee. It's hard to eat Ooh, or you or do anything because <laughs> drop it's it in the cone, <laughs> drop it in the cone. Hope it rolls into my mouth. That's the disturbing part. Well, that's um. all. That's all. Well, and women too, they want to have a an outfit that is not going to take a million years to take off to take a leak. You know what I mean? They don't. It's really onesies and boots and straps and everything that goes on is like a lot you know so they want to be able to pee it's interesting okay and i know you have to wrap it up but you say we're moving in a certain direction but i see some women who i feel like speak out the most about feminism are also showing their bodies 
on like social media where I'm shocked. But that's part. Like, but that's wait, part of feminism. That, that is, yeah. And I, 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 I what he, that, yeah. I, well, you obviously, you know, are female and you're just being comfortable with, with who you are, and not being yeah. ashamed of your body is part of it. Showing your ass on Instagram. Well, it depends. Again, it's a case by case basis. I don't really know. Specifically I think you're trying what we're to get likes. About, but. I don't yeah, know. Oh, also, oh, yeah. also, well, anything you do on the also, I don't think it's yeah. hey, I just worked out a lot and I lost weight and look, I'm proud of this body. There's always going to be, and they always find a way. A lot of people find a way to be like, oh, so I was at the gym today, and then this is weird, and you're like, no, 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 you just wanted to show me that you were at the gym today. That's it. Yeah. You can stop with the rest of the story because you don't even care. Doesn't matter. So I'm going to end this show with a scary story, if you guys don't mind me. I don't mind. It's a real story. The scariest uh, thing that ever happened to me. I just Done? made pee in my pants. Okay, that's never mind. I can't top that. No. So a long time ago, when I was still living in Milwaukee, I was um, in the process of getting divorced, and I thought, well, what I need to do is I need to clean my life up. My wife will tell you that if I clean my life up and uh, get a get a good job. So I applied for this job in the newspaper, and I put my suit on. I had my briefcase, and I went in, and it was like this cattle call thing, and I went into this like makeshift office, and I interviewed with this really young girl and she was like asking me questions and it didn't matter what I said. And it, it was like, I was getting really confused. It didn't matter what I said. Like every question, she's like, that's awesome. It's amazing. I mean, you're like, you're like really good. You're like really good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm really good. Like I'm getting excited because she's getting excited. I'm like, this is the easiest interview. I'm like, oh my God, my, life, my, life, is, my life is changing. It's about time. It is about <laughs> goddamn time people started representing, acknowledging how awesome I am. And she's like, well, I'll tell you what, um, we're feeling really good about you. So I need you to go. We got two different doors here. I need you to go into the we're feeling good about this these applicants over here because I don't want you to be with these other people we're probably not going to take. So I want you to go in this room. And I go in this room, and there's a ton of people in that room too. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not feeling as good. Yeah, I'm maybe sort of good. Right? Yeah. And they come in. They're like, hey, somebody walks in after a while, and they go, listen, everybody, I mean, this is amazing. I mean, you people are like top of our list. So we just got a couple more things we just need to do to get you guys going, but we feel pretty good about this. I'm like, all right, well, this is a little bit weird. So they're like, let's go. And they start taking us. I'm like, oh, they're clearly taking us to another room to, um, you know, to interview. And the next thing you know, we're like outside, and buses start pulling up. And they're, and they're like, all right, everybody get, start getting in lines. And they're like... What the fuck? <laughs> they're like... So they're like, all right, um, when you guys, you know, uh, get in the buses, we're going to tell you where you're going and what you guys are going to do today, and we're going to make this happen. This is all almost verbatim, like generic what thing. What kind of job were you And, like, for? people are like, okay, yeah. And they're like, are you guys excited? And then people are like, yeah. And I'm standing there with my suit and my briefcase, and I'm like, what the fuck is going Was on Was everyone right dressed now? like you? Did they all huh? have suits and briefcases? Everybody, no, not briefcase. I don't know why I had the briefcase. I well, thought you're a nerd, important. but that's not the point. <laughs> but they were all dressed up for like a job interview, and everybody starts getting on the bus. I don't know what to do. Like I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, where and, are we going? And finally, as they, I'm getting closer and closer to the bus door, I just stopped and I yelled, "This is a cult!" And I just ran away with my <laughs> stuff, and and no one ran with me. Like, because I, I ran, like, through the parking lot, like, running with my briefcase, like, scared as shit. And I turned back, and everyone's just looking at me like, what's the matter with that guy? And people just kept getting on the buses, and I, and I just... Did you follow the bus to see where no, it would go? No, I was got in my car, and I just watched some of these buses go by, and people were just staring at me on the buses. And I could tell there was a couple faces going, I wish I had gone with you. 
I wish I, I had would have followed you. the Where bus. Where do those buses went? go? What was that idea, dude? I got my fucking car and you I got the fuck out of there. What kind of job was story? that? I, no, I don't know what the job was. That was the problem. It was like, just I, I was desperate and I answered a desperate ad and it was like everything stayed in this like very weird like, I didn't know what the hell was going on, but I just remember just yelling and running. That is so I love bizarre. the yelling. <laughs> this is a cult. <laughs> I love the briefcase. The cult people are like, let the nerd with the briefcase go. We don't need him. <laughs> Briefcases are awesome. <laughs> I just love the lack of reaction to my reaction was just. Well, but that's my theory. <laughs> Were they already simple minded weirdos? Like who's just like, oh, get on a bus now. Get on a bus. I'm, I came here to interview for a job. If you're not going to tell me what the job is or where the job takes place, I'm leaving. I'm, my guess is at the end of the day. They were probably going out and selling some wackadoodle shit in neighborhoods, right? And so it's just like every day, it's like, you know, every once in a while, yeah. you get a couple people. That's probably what it was. Like, here's your set of steak knives. Go, go door to go. door. Yeah. But or, still, or it's very, were... but it's still very, it was so culty. Or here's your cult pamphlet. Yeah. Go door to door. They might have been spreading the, the word of the Lord. Ooh, you're great. Now, everyone get on the bus. <laughs> we're going to heaven. <laughs> Buy the Bible encyclopedia. The Bibleopedia. Bibleopedia, yeah. So that's that was my That is scary. That should be in a movie. <laughs> but then you follow the bus and then it goes to like a weird cloning no, you, plant. No. You don't follow the bus because at some point then two guys come out with sunglasses and dark uh, dark suits on. Look at the weird sphere in my hand. It <laughs> might have no. just been a job of a, like picking apples, like they were all going to a field to pick with yeah. my briefcase. Definitely. <laughs> you know, this suit really says <laughs> raisin maker. If it's I had f- if I had gone in and it was something like that, oh, I could only imagine what I would have to tell myself all day as I'm like, great choices in life, Brian. Great choices. Today How can I get really out of here? How far is it to walk home? I gotta go. And I, this that that would have been mm-hmm. flip phone time and limited cell service. So I would have had to spent the money to have at that point called my my ex wife and been like, you've made good choices. You made, you made you made the right decision. No. Now I'm gonna go back to the apple trees. You ever talk to your ex- <laughs> you ever talk to your ex- ex-wife? No, it's Wisconsin, dude. The minute it was over, it's over. Everybody picks a side; they all disappear out of your lives, and so be it. You know, that's a TV show to me now. Like I look back on, you know, you can compartmentalize parts of your life, and you look back, you're like, I don't really remember. Like, I think that was a TV. Was that a movie I watched, or was that my life? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, well, because people who know you now are like, "What? You were married before? You were?" A piece and I'm of still shit. surprised when you said it right now. Divorced, you f- but you knew I that. Like, I know, but I just. I don't. Was, but again, it was a long time ago. It was twenty years ago. That's a that's a lifetime ago. That doesn't even. That's like a twenty years kids. ago. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I moved out to L.A. twenty years yeah. ago. Yeah. Twenty years ago, November third. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh. Happy yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Happy John. Have you? Are you composing a long Facebook? Oh, uh, I'm gonna be like, oh, look at this is my comedy anniversary. This is my moving out to L.A. anniversary. I actually met Nicole the day like November second. 2013. Wow. No, sorry. Had our first date November 2nd. Met October 25th. See? It was that long ago? 2013? Yeah. Jeez, doesn't feel like that long. Well, you know, we're older now. and Not me. I'm going backwards. Oh, I have, okay. I'm being Benjamin Button for I now. I remember oh. meeting her. It does not seem like that long ago. Oh. Jesus. Well, we brought this to a screeching halt. I know. Well, everybody. I was just getting over my sadness about you getting to be with AR. And now yeah, I well, our next show will be able to talk all about it. I won't be here. No. Yeah, and she's not going to listen because she hates <laughs> you now. 
Uh, guys, I hope you guys had a good Halloween. Sorry, this was a little rambly, but we had fun. I had a great um, time. Thanks yes. for having me. Thank you for being on, Jen. You're always uh, you're a favorite, uh, at oh, least for us to chat with. Most frequent guest, Jen Murphy. Yeah. Where's Eddie Pence? He's doing 9,000 other podcasts. Yeah, he, is. he does. He does way too many <laughs> that guy podcasts ta- I'm now. surprised he wants to talk at all anymore. I saw him yeah. at a show, and he's like, I don't want to talk. Yeah. I'm exhausted from talking. He uh, he podcasts uh, every day, five, four, four to four or five days a week, right? Four, f- four or five days a week, two different, sh- three a different, lot. two different shows every day almost. And they're multiple hours, and so he's actually about six hours Every a day. once in a while, yeah. yeah he he podcasts about six hours a day. So check out Eddie Pence on the podcast <laughs> network of podcasts. It's just the Eddie Pence podcast network, yeah. We'll eventually be on it. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Happy right. Halloween, everyone. I hope you had a good weekend. And, um, oh, good. congratulations to the Washington Nationals. That was one insane <gasps> World Series. That was amazing. No home team yeah, won they, well, they a made, game. They nope. broke records. And you know what? Made you, history. Yeah. And it was all karma that came back to bite the Astros in the ass after that assistant general manager yep. taunted women and then the organization taunted the, belittled those women and they deserved everything. Osuna should be banned got. from the league. The uh, guy who was let go that made all those comments, he's already been fired. He's gone. Um, but the organization, the way they attacked those women and then got called out for it, and it's just yeah, it just brought bad juju to the whole thing. Also, um, no offense I don't to like the players. The, coach. the players don't have anything to do with that. I love Altuve. The rest of those players can slide off. <laughs> um, Der- Garrett Cole, I want to be on the Cubs next season. He's going to be a free agent. He's a great pitcher. Oh, pretty um, amazing. Yeah, but it was just a, it was such a great series. I also didn't like. I don't like the coach of the Astros. He was smart alecky when they were playing the Rays. He was acting like he was already going to win the World Series, and I was like, you know what? You got what you deserved. John's yeah, when they won three issues. in a row, I was like, ooh, I can't believe Washington came back. I couldn't believe they couldn't win one game at home, Washington, after after dominating in, in I Houston. I was so confused. So weird. But that's why, I mean, watching that game last night on my phone, I was just like, oh, please, 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 please. Well, and it played out just the way America likes their stories. Oh. Stars versus scrappers, and the scrappers won, and that's what people love, yeah. those, those and stories. And th- yeah. no one, honestly, the rest of America doesn't give a shit about either of those teams, so you have to make that game, that series go seven games, and it has to be something exciting, because otherwise you're like, what am I watching? How much the did LA care, you think? Because I was at home. LA didn't care at all. I was at home watching it. And LA then barely cares yeah. about watching their own LA sports. doesn't give a shit when the Dodgers are in the World Series. I know. Series. Whenever there's like uh, something big, I just I run across the street because we're residuals. Because I don't have it. Like, t- I can't see it on my TV. But anyway, so I ran for the ninth inning. I'm like, I'll just go. It was, I thought there'd be people there. It was like empty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like You're six about people watching the, the World Series. Two small market teams that are not, no one cares about. I mean, yeah. honestly. I mean, Eddie I don't Pence really care about Ellis. baseball. Those but are the two guys that like the game. Even though oh, I watch. I, don't, I, 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 mean, I don't know. Don't people get into it? I don't care who's in the World Series. World I'm watching series? every game, yeah. every inning I can. That's what I mean. I would think there's more it's people It's the two like best that. teams in the league well, at that point. Like, right. Literally, baseball gets whittled down to that. We are also in a highly distractible city where people are got plenty of other things yeah. that they can find to do. I'm also so. very lonely. So that People who love sports to didn't sorry move to yeah. LA to watch Jen. more sports. I'm sorry about that, Jen. Do you just go over and stare at your first check on the wall at residuals? Is that why you go You could help me be less lonely on Sunday if you really wanted to. You can make a dream come true. <laughs> wow, what is this? Make a wish? Yeah, Jesus I really Christ. want to meet. By Ayo. the way, I actually because this, I didn't want to do it while we're on the show. That guy texted me. I feel bad. Like he's he's like basically like, hey man, I'm hooking you up, and like I have not responded to him yet. And I feel like as soon as this is over, I got to respond. Like you know, what I mean, you have to show your appreciation. No. Is he for single? Like, huh? No. Fuck. No. No so. way in. That doesn't, dude. Come he's on. not going. Just kidding. That's how know, cool this around. guy is. He's not going. It doesn't matter that he's married. Get in there. No. <laughs> Home wrecker. Ticket taker. <laughs> Ticket taker. <laughs> oh, 
All right. Well, well thank you, you Jen. Thank, thank you, you, Brian. Thank you, John. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Uh, oh, check out the uh, oh, thank you. Hollywood Anonymous uh, PSA about oh. giving out full-size candy bars. Uh, this just, oh, he just texted again. I got to text him back. He just said something about Foo Fighters going to be sitting next to me. Sorry, Jen. I just, <laughs> I just Dave Grohl's the backup gotta, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers <laughs> now. He's going to be there not wearing a shirt for whatever reason. Do you mind sharing your bench with a few other people? That are are you cool with the Foo Fighters? We got one room for a woman, but we're going to give it to Dave Grohl. <laughs> Oh, uh, something about uh, oh 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 new kids on the block are gonna be on the other side of me. All right, okay, got Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg, Dave Grohl, and Aaron Rodgers are gonna be <laughs> playing uh, touchy feely. Playing four square. Playing seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> Dave Grohl could play for the Chargers. He'd probably do better. I could oh. play for the fucking Chargers. Oh, oh you two, <laughs> digging it. All right, sorry okay. Chargers fans. No, okay. I'm not. All right, guys, bye thanks bye. for listening. Uh, bye. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 